Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Nick Manny's Infinite Podcast. It's Manny here. Nick's here as well. How you doing, bud? I see you're wearing a certain hat and, and, and sweater for today. Yeah, a sweater. It's called a hoodie. It's a hooded sweatshirt. Thank you very a much. hoodie, fine. You know the best thing, Manny, do you know the best thing about a beanie? You want to you hazard a guess? What's the best thing about a beanie? The best thing about a beanie is that you can hide all your middle fingers for all the haters, losers, and doubters who thought the Chiefs weren't going to win another Super Bowl. That's what you can do with the beanie. So now that I've done That's that... Take it off. Bro, I've got a, fr- a fresh cut. I did, yeah. I, it, it was a fresh like, cut for the a, like a solid month overdue. <laughs> Funny enough, my uh, the person who cut my hair, she told me that it was actually the Travis Kelsey cut, apparently. So, good for the me, The Kelsey guess. cut? The Kelsey cut. I don't know if this is the place to mention it, but <laughs> I know you're not on TikTok a lot. Um, not much. I think it was after the Super Bowl. Um, you've seen the racial draft, uh video from sketch, yeah. dave Chappelle. yeah so they're doing that on tiktok and so they oh said oh it was because of paramore because of Haley williams so they were talking about like man we lost Haley williams to this and so they're saying like all right let's be honest now Haley williams was never yours we'll give you guys back travis kelsey we rock with him but we'll give you back <laughs> travis kelsey and they're like and you can keep kanye and candace owens thank you for taking those oh, off our hands like they were no. going on this whole thing. Like in return, we want one person, and I forgot who the person was. But I love that that's just a thing. Then they did a follow-up mm-hmm. video as well, and I'm like, oh, yes, the spirit is alive, folks. The spirit's alive. Anyways, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Anyways, Travis Kelsey, Chiefs. Yeah. Well, it was fun. Yeah, well, we won the Super while Bowl. we're talking about the game, it was yeah, it was a game. I didn't like the ending. I, pretty much once they tied it up, it became a boring game. Like the last last five ten minutes of the game were pretty boring yeah but everything else was like okay yeah sounds about right if you want my full thoughts you can listen to our full recap of the game on fourth and infinity a weekly nfl recap podcast on spotify and apple podcast folks bro's plugging his own show and his own show i i gotta plug i gotta i gotta do my thing uh but yeah like as an actual football fan putting aside the fact that my team won it was not it was not the best way to end the game. It's not the most satisfying way to win a game, especially the biggest game of the year like that. The details of that are going to fade. And like, I've been happy that we won a championship, you know, since like the day after. But like in the immediacy of the moment, I was like, well, this kind of sucks. This is not how I want to win it, even though I think the call itself was fair. It's not how you want a big game like that to end. That had been so good to that point as well. So it really had been. It, it was a fantastic game. Like, like I think the way it should have been is it should have gone into overtime because overtime is another quarter, right? Um, well, it's not necessarily timed like that. Like they have new overtime rules, but it used to be like in the, in the regular season, they still have it. Like the team who gets the ball first, if they score a touchdown, the game's over. If they score a field goal or if they don't score, the other team can get the ball back and they can have a chance to either tie it up and keep the game going or they can have a chance to win it if they get a touchdown or a field goal or whatever. So I hate that. Well, that's how it is in regular season because they don't they don't want games to go to a tie. Uh, they want to avoid that as much as they can, and that, that's also part of why they cut the uh, overtime period down to ten minutes when a regular quarter is fifteen. That's the idea behind mm-hmm. that. But in the playoffs, you obviously you have to have a winner, and they 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 changed it after last year so that both teams will get a shot with the ball no matter what in overtime, which is the way college does it. College also has some very convoluted overtime rules now, uh, but that was the way that college used to do it was that at least each team would get a chance to match the other team's output. 
uh, in overtime. So, yeah. I mean, I like I it. I like it as a, fa- as a fairness thing. It's just, and we talked about this before, in football, I also don't want them to have to play an obscene amount more of the game than they already have because of how demanding and grueling that sport is. So, yeah. And I, and I get that. But also, I think it would be better to have it be at least one possession from each team. Like, but yeah, it is what it is. That was the game. Rihanna's pregnant, folks. She announced it at the yeah, Super congrats Bowl. To her. Congrats to her. Congrats to Travis. No, that's Kelsey, yes. Rocky. My, no, <laughs> I know. I know. Yes. Congrats to congrats to Travis Kelsey. And uh, what's the name of that guy? I mentioned his name earlier. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yes, Patrick Mahomes. I forgot Patrick Mahomes' name. Wow. Uh, Yes, congrats to Patrick Mahomes. What, third time at the Super Bowl in five years, right? Yeah, third appearance, second win in his first five years as a starter. And there you go. The, uh, worst, the worst season he's had is an overtime loss in the conference championship game before the Super Bowl. So it's a pretty good first five years of a career, all things considered. Yes, but I don't care about football. But you know what I do yeah. care about? The fact that Sami Zayn yeah. should have won that match against oh, against man. the Tribal Chief, bro. Let's the let's Tribal talk about Chief. this game. For those of you who don't care about wrestling, I don't even care about wrestling that much. <laughs> but I love Sami Zayn. Okay, let's go to Waffle House sometime. Hit me up. My number is five. Hell yeah! No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> so it was oh, Elimination Chamber this weekend or last weekend, and at that game we had the continuation of the Bloodline Saga with Roman Reigns. And Sami Zayn, for those of you who don't know, Sami Zayn recently betrayed Roman Reigns at SummerSlam Royal Rumble um, because he didn't want to beat up on Kevin Owens because he had been beating up enough. Right. So that's what happened. They've also been friends for 20 years. That's a key part of the story on and off. Yes, because yes, that as well. So Sami Zayn uh, left the bloodline that Roman Reigns was trying to cultivate. And he's like, I raised you. I gave you everything. Right. That's a good and impression. And then, uh, uh, Jey Uso, which was the one that was yep. a little bit like skeptical about Sammy. He mm-hmm. also ended up leaving, uh, that entire thing. And he didn't go with Roman, uh, to, uh, elimination chamber because I think, right. uh, neither of the Usos are supposed to be there. They, yeah, they he they were given specific instructions to stay home and watch the shows, and yet they both showed up. Well, that and also doesn't one of them have a DUI charge in Canada? Yeah, well, yeah, one of them does. I don't know how they got him into the country. Uh, the other one, I don't Jimmy know either. Does. Yeah, um, Jimmy Jimmy has a DUI charge. Yeah, it, like his involvement was minimal enough that like if they had to like make a secret like under uh, under the table deal to get him in, it was not necessary. Like it's not necessary no. anyway, but especially for that. No, um, but. But yeah, so that was so that happened. And then we so we have the fight between uh, Sammy and between Roman. And it starts off sort of like they're trying to match each other, trying to see who's going to make the first move. Right. And then, boom, you get into the match. Sammy's looking like he's getting a bit out of it. Then Roman looks like he's getting a bit out of it. Roman starts in, talks to Sammy's wife and the children. And she's like pleading with him. Good acting from from Sammy's wife. I got to say, mm-hmm. um, I love to hear him try to talk wrestling. It's endearing. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> You're welcome, bud. Right. Boom. You think like, oh, okay, well, we're getting close to the end here. Boom. A referee gets knocked out. Sammy's trying yep. to pin uh, Roman, but there's no ref there. So they can't call that it's a win. So what do they do? Mm-hmm. Well, Paul Heyman gets a chair from under the ring and he gives it to Roman. Um, he does. Yes. But then I think that's when Jay shows up. Yeah, Jay shows up. And then Roman's like, here, you take care of it. So he gives Jay the, the chair. 
But Jay doesn't do anything with it. He's there for like 20 minutes just looking at the chair like, am I going to do something about it? Conflicted is what he was. Yes, he was conflicted because it's the bloodline, but it's also Sammy, who he did grow to like. Mm -hmm. Okay, so boom, Sammy tries to make a move on Roman. Roman gets out of the way. Sammy hits Jay out of the ring. Jay uh, puts him into a a lock. I don't know what you call those, Um, but he essentially like locks Sammy so that he can't move anywhere. Then boom, Mm -hmm. a third referee comes up because there was a second referee that got knocked out as well. So a third referee comes up, counts it three. It's over. Uh, Roman is still up top. And Sammy is still belittled. But then out of nowhere, you hear the music. Kevin Owens comes down, comes running into the ring, starts beating up on people. Jimmy gets back into the ring, starts beating up on him as well. It ends. Sammy Mm -hmm. and Kevin give each other a look of like, I see you. You know, what are we going to do about this? And then Kevin goes into the distance, never to be seen for the rest of the night. And that was the Mm -hmm. Elimination Chamber men's match between uh, Sammy Zayn and Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. So you're sad that Sammy lost this match, huh? Sammy should have won. I know that. No. Oh, well, it'll be better for the storyline when they pay it off in 17 years and it's this long rivalry. But like, give Sammy the W. Give Sammy the W. There's been a lot of uh, hashtag discourse on wrestling Twitter and just among wrestling people in general about this. And I see both sides of it, especially because like WWE, when Vince McMahon was running everything, and he may or may not be back running creative, depending on who you believe, he is back at the company in an executive capacity. But judging by the way the shows have been, I don't think he has his his, uh, fingerprints back over the shows yet for whatever that's worth. But we should mention this was in Sammy's hometown of Montreal. So like huge, huge, huge favorite, not just like a regular, not just, yeah. And Kevin Owens, like not just a regular, like good guy who people like, but like a beloved figure in the hometown. Like it was a perfect storm of this is going to be his triumphant moment. And it's a month before WrestleMania, and he didn't win the Royal Rumble, so I knew it wasn't going to be his triumphant moment. And I think it works better for the overall story, because to me, the story of this has never really been Roman and Sammy together. It's about Sammy with Kevin and with Jey Uso, so they're going to be intertwined, at least through WrestleMania. I think we're going to get a tag title match. Yeah, we'll get a tag title match. Um, I still have conflicting feelings about the whole thing, because... I don't really think it feels right for Jay to outright turn on Sammy for any reason, but it seems like that's what they'll have to do to actually set that match up that they're going to have. Turn on Sammy I, or turn on Roman? Uh, Well, he'll, he'll turn on Roman down the line if they see the story through, as I think they should. But like, if you're going to do this tag match at WrestleMania, Jay has to turn on Sammy to some degree so they can actually do the match and have like some animosity to it. Mm-hmm. Like That's just going to kind of have to happen or else it's going to have a weird vibe to it. I don't like that. I think it does a disservice to Jay and the way they've developed his character over the last couple of years, because he's been kind of the low key highlight of that entire faction and story for the two and a half years that it's been going on. It's it's also for for a change. It's nice to say this about a wrestling story that's been going on for this long, because uh, in the old regime, they would just cut off stories at the legs and they wouldn't give they wouldn't give them their proper breathing room. But this story has been very well laid out, extremely well plotted. Like they knew months ago, this show was going to happen in Montreal. And I guarantee you, they knew this was the match that they were working toward. And they still mm-hmm. knew the WrestleMania match that they're working toward, which does not have Sammy going for the championship. So, like, I get it all from a story standpoint. In the moment, it sucks because, like, I would loved it, like, and if he had won it, I would have loved it. It would have felt like a good triumphant moment, and I would have been happy with it just because yeah. it was, like, a perfect storm. It's the right the right guy at the right time. Like, he's incredibly popular. Like, outside of his hometown, he's still the most popular guy in the show, and he's doing good things for, like, the TV ratings and everything. So if they made the move, I, I would have been fine with it, and it made sense. But also, for the overall story they're telling, I think it works better this way is what I would say. 
Yes, and I'm sure in the long run it will be better. But I just want Sammy yeah. to have his win. Ultimately, no, I do too. Everyone seems to be rooting for Sammy, which makes sense. Yeah. So he's an incredibly likable figure, and he's like gradually gained popularity these past few years. It's been a very slow process, but it's been very rewarding for him. He's gotten to show a lot of his uh, a lot of his skills, like just in the ring and also just as an actor, and especially comedically. Uh, last year, he had that match with Giant Knoxville, which arguably stole WrestleMania the entire show both nights of that mm. whole weekend. Um, that was great. He's just gotten to show off everything. He's very endearing. And, uh, and this is like, this is the culmination of that. Like this is the, the biggest match of his life, a huge stage. And he was never going to win it, but I think he made an excellent showing of himself and uh, he'll get, he'll get some good stuff at the end of this. As long as, you know, as long as they don't decide to change things at the last minute, which I don't foresee unless something major happens with an actual regime change again. But yes. I don't know. I think I think it worked, and I'm still very interested in the story and where it leads. Yeah, I only tune in for a couple matches a year, but I yeah. mean, Bloodline story is cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's the best long term story they've done in a long, long, long time. Like I said, that's what I hear from people. Yeah, is that that's the best story in a long, long time. Okay, that's enough wrestling. Let's get everyone back. <laughs> We're not going to get a lot of back with this topic now, Nick. Oh no. Last year, we started talking about you potentially getting uh, a certain console that costs $560 USD. Now, recently, you went and got that console. Talk to us about that. So it's this little console. It's called the PlayStation 5, I think is what it's called. I believe it's pronounced FIVE. <laughs> PlayStation <laughs> FIVE, I believe. Yeah. Um, so the demand for it has allegedly been very high. You apparently cannot find this anywhere in stores and it's been also difficult to find online um so i've been like if if this had been like a year ago maybe i would have been in a position to actually get it but since i moved like i spend more money every month obviously so it's been a little more difficult but got a gift card uh, from work over <clears throat> excuse me over christmas which is very generous so that was basically a down payment toward getting this ps5 i put myself on the uh, amazon invitation list thing for i was just going to buy the regular uh, not the discreet but like the regular console with the disk drive with no bundle so that would have been 4.99 and uh that's not what got made available first they had the god of war ragnarok made available and uh so yeah that was what i decided to get because that was what was available and i decided there is no time like the present the tax refund also had just hit so it felt like the right time even though uh money will be a little bit tight for a little bit because of it i decided to finally make the move because there's no time like the present like i said so I got the PS5, and uh, it was there that afternoon, and I was able to start messing with it that night, and I've had it for, I guess, three weeks now. I think tomorrow is three weeks, I want to say. So, yeah, I got a PS5 finally, and it's pretty good, I'll say that. I can explain why it was only with the God of War. Um, Mm -hmm. Because they are only selling bundles currently right now. Okay. Like, like if you're going to like a Walmart, or like to an Amazon right now, the most likely way that you're going to find it is through a bundle, um, not just by itself, because they're trying to sell hardware and the games and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. most likely the reason why that is. Um, as for the yeah. other stuff, I'm glad that you're enjoying it. I, I do not have a PlayStation 5, as we all know, um, but I have experienced a couple of things. Everything that you've experienced, I've experienced minus... Uh, the most the recent game that now. you're playing. Yeah. Uh, Bobby, this started after you got yours. Uh, the most recent thing that you're playing right now and Astro's Playroom. Those are the only two that I haven't played. And obviously I haven't mm-hmm. felt the controller in my hand. But other than that, yeah. you played uh, two games leading into uh, this podcast. Well, what did you play? 
So uh, technically, the first game I played was Astro's Playroom. Astros Playroom. Got, that's that's just like you know an overall tech demo for all the features of the PS5. It's a cool tech demo. Um, I played a couple hours of it. I think I still have a little bit more, but it's very fun. It shows off all the unique unique features of the controller. Like you know, it's your it's not as in depth as like a Wii Sports game necessarily, but it shows off like it it does its job and it's free installed software, so that's cool. Uh, technically, Fall Guys was the first game I played on it because we all played Fall Guys that night, so I installed that on there. First actual full game I played was this uh, little game. It's got a show adaptation out right now. It's called The Last of Us. Have you heard about this? It's it's kind of this big deal of a game. People have talked about it for uh, for a, f- a few years now. It'll be ten a years this year. Also, yeah, it'll be ten years this year. Um, it's ten years. It's got, it's got three versions out on three different generations of PlayStation consoles. It's the Skyrim of PlayStation, basically. Um, yeah, so. I always wanted to play it. I was just like, yeah, the story seems cool. Like, especially in 2013, when I was into Walking Dead heavily, I'm like, ooh, a zombie game. Like, cool. A, a, a zombie a zombie game that's actually good because uh, the Walking Dead game with Norman Reedus came out earlier that year, and it apparently sucked. So I was kind of looking forward to Last of Us, even though I knew I didn't have a PlayStation. Uh, for context, I haven't had a PlayStation since the PS2, and I didn't play basically any of the good exclusives on the PS2 either. So I basically have no experience with any major PlayStation series, except... Metal Gear Solid when those got put on other consoles later down the line. So basically all the exclusives from the PS4 and uh, PS3, PS4 and onward uh, are totally new to me. And those were the ones I was interested in. So all the major franchises that uh, that they have exclusive to PlayStation. So Last of Us was the first on the list because it's very relevant right now. They uh, they made the remake of it last year, a few months ago, whenever it was. And obviously the show is out. So that felt the most time sensitive to play through. So that was what I started with. And it was free with the... PlayStation Plus, uh, whatever that thing's called, where you can get all those PlayStation games, Plus all those Collection. PS4. Collection, yeah, where you can get all those uh, PS4 games that they made available because PS5 had nothing for way too long. So I was the beneficiary of that. I think it's still going until May if you get a PS5 between now and then. So, Or if we try the thing that we talked about earlier, but yes. Um, yeah, so Last of Us, it's not the best game I've ever played. I will start with that. I do really like it overall. You have always talked about how you're not a fan of the gameplay. And in certain situations, I feel that. I still think, like, not to judge the gameplay itself, but I still think my favorite parts of the of that game are just the quiet moments where it's just dialogue between Joel and Ellie. Like, that's where that game is at its strongest to me, is just the quiet stuff. And the combat, I think, is fine. Uh, and the stealth gameplay is pretty good. Like, there, there are a couple moments where, if, like, my heart was in my chest or, like... My heart was pumping quite a bit. Like, I was really into it. Like, the stealth, especially in the latter half of the game, like, it was just killing me. But uh, so that that was good. But the actual story itself, I think, is solid. It's not the best thing I've ever seen. But it's just the the two performances and the dialogue and the uh, dynamic between them is the best part of that game easily. And I completely agree. See, I'm, I'm a lot harsher on the gameplay because I think the story is very good and those characters are mm-hmm. really well realized. So that's why I'm so harsh on that. And because, like, you hear a lot of people say, like, oh, it's the greatest game ever. It's my favorite game. It's the best game ever, right? So immediately mm-hmm. you sort of have an expectation. So my yeah. expectation was that it was going to play really well. It was going to be really interesting. And for me personally, it just wasn't that. But I really did like the story overall. Mm-hmm. So that's always been, like, my position on that. Uh, maybe I'll tr- jump into it in a, in a couple weeks or so once I come back from vacation for a little bit. Um, But we'll see. It's one that I do want to revisit and see if my feelings have changed since the last time I played it, which was only Mm -hmm. three years ago or so. Before the second one, I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played it before the second one came out. Because I remember I did that one uh, 
like I played that one essentially all the way through and then I went from there to God of War pretty quickly. Mm. So that was my sort of pipeline into things. Yeah, I started basically because the show was out. I might have tried something else first. Probably the second game that I played, I probably would have played first if I had the uh, choice to. But it was not my favorite thing in the world, but I did really enjoy it all the way through. Again, it's those performances more than anything. Like, I even think, like, the game could have done a better job actually developing the relationship itself. But the performances are just so good that it makes up for any deficiencies that I felt the storytelling had, which, like as a story i think it's well plotted and well written and like it's got the big character beats that you want but i still think the actual performances are the glue that holds everything together like 100 mm-hmm. percent. and i kept i kept playing through it for that even when there were certain sections that i didn't really care for even though i knew what they like the purpose they serve from a story perspective there were a couple that i didn't really enjoy playing through for uh, various reasons but those two kept me going and like props to uh ashley johnson is that her name and uh, ashley johnson and troy baker Yep. Yeah, out of out of this world. Like some of the best performances I've ever seen in games. Like, and I'm I'm excited to eventually get to the second one and see how they have uh, how they did. You know, seven years down the line from that game. Yes, yes, that's one that I that I would like to revisit and play mm-hmm. all the way through. But it's one I heard that they I made the own. gameplay a ton better in, in the second one, like significantly. It is better. I will say that it's still Last of Us. Like it's mm-hmm. still same things, using bottles and bricks and. All that other stuff. But I think it did run smoother, in my opinion. But Mm -hmm. again, I haven't played it in three years, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, you say run smoother. I heard it push PS4s to their limit at the time. When I say like run smoother, I mean like your characters walked smoother. Yeah, mechanically it feels feels better. That's what I mean. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I guess like new games are still being made for PS4s. Like God of War Ragnarok was just a couple months ago and that was on PS4. That's how you played it. So they're still making things work on, on that hardware. Mm-hmm. but yeah i don't have like a ton of overall thoughts because i kind of don't want to get too spoilery because the show is airing and people are watching that as their first last of us experience so that is true yeah, i don't want to get too heavy into that but i'm a fan of it overall i i like i like a lot of it the gameplay i think is serviceable seems too harsh to me because like, I, think I still it's think the it's the weakest good. element I would agree with that overall because the other elements are so strong and the presentation is so good but i do think it's mm-hmm. good gameplay it's just not necessarily like it's a lot sometimes like just not not necessarily emotionally but just the whole like the whole process of the gameplay sometimes it's just draining like i i pl- had a few really long play sessions and i just felt like done afterward like i couldn't couldn't feel like i couldn't do anything else the rest of the day i had to like desensitize or something i don't know what the word is but like i just had to like unwind after playing after playing that game for too long that's just the kind of gameplay that it had yeah it's very curious i often think about that game and be like would i have liked it better if it was just a book or you know a show or something like that or a movie like i don't know i think about that often because my favorite stuff is the story in that game but Mm -hmm. that's enough with the last of us you did you did play another game oh that one yeah 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 yeah. this one i i also reversed the cover art when i uh when i got the game because the uh the inside cover art is much cooler because the regular box art is lame as hell yeah it's not my favorite yeah it's just fucking Spider-Man in a suit I don't really care for on a just total red background. They it, they could have done so much better. They really could have. I don't know why that's the one that they went with, but yes. It feels like, yeah, box art's just kind of in a bad place. It's so generic right, right now. Like, it's just it's just title character on a, like, monochromatic background. I don't know if that's the word for it, but like, oh, single color background. He's showing off the disc now. What am I, what am I looking at here at the disc? Is this a special edition? Is that what you have? No, it's just the standard edition. 
Oh, I didn't. I didn't have that PlayStation booklet thingy. I really? did buy it used. You did. You didn't it's get also, these stickers. I don't think so. It's also been four and a half years since that game came out. Can you believe that? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, my PlayStation was the one with Spider Man. Oh God, what what a great deal that was! A PlayStation mm-hmm. Slim, one terabyte with Marvel Spider Man, two hundred bucks. Damn, that was a Black Friday deal they had, right? That was the Black Friday deal. Yeah, that was a good deal. I think I wanted to try and do that at the time, and I couldn't make it work. That was 2019, I want to say, I would guess. Cause no, 2018. Really? They they made it part it was, of a really cheap bundle two months after it, was it came out? Black Friday 2018. Wow, okay. Yeah, I, don't I know this because, because I got it senior year of high school, and I graduated in May. So I know that it was 2018. His senior year of high school was 2018, 2019, folks. Every time I hear this, I just lose my fucking mind. Nick, you um, just said that you were wearing a Chewbacca mask in 2018. Yeah, I was into Star Wars at the time. <laughs> I was I was the biggest fucking Star Wars nerd in May of 2018. OK, Spider-Man. It's a really fun game. I, like people, people were right. This game is fun. I, I, I was feel like you were only getting my complaints about the game largely of uh, me saying like certain certain sections that they kind of repeated I didn't really care for and it felt like Arkham Knight to me in the sense that they set you up with all these different side quests and you have to do like it's basically just you have to do the same thing five or ten times with no real variation to it and that's how you complete this side mission side quest line or whatever you want to call it and I thought that's that stuff got pretty repetitive I enjoyed the uh, backpacks when you're looking for the backpacks in the open world because it's you know little bits of uh, lore if you want to call it that uh, put in mm-hmm. so that that was cool like and every 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 single one of those had a line from Peter talking like his story his backstory about it and it was funny you told me just wait until you find the backpack that actually explains why he has 55 backpacks and I thought that was funny uh that yes, was good cause, because that was that was a funny message yeah I'm like he's he's poor as hell how did he buy 55 backpacks in high school and how did and that may not kill him said, for it and I said just wait there's an explanation <laughs> for it and it was good I appreciated it um yeah, yeah but like they just throw you right in for, like, you, you're immediately swinging. You don't really have to go through a tutorial. Like, I mean, you do just to show you base, the basics of swinging. But, like, you are immediately swinging through the city, and it feels so good. Like, I remember in, like, 07 playing the Spider-Man 3 game. I remember it felt good. I'm sure if I went back, it wouldn't feel nearly as good as I'm thinking of. But, like, it feels better than it ever has before. And the movement in general, like, the game just feels so, like, it feels so smooth and buttery to play through. Like, that's the best compliment I can make. The movement and the swinging is, like, it's just makes it fun to travel through an open world when a lot of open world games, once I have a fast travel point, I just want to use that so I can get through everything quickly. It made traversal fun in this game. So that was fun. The gameplay itself, as we also discussed, is very Arkham-y, but I feel like it's a more refined version of that overall. There's certain little annoyances I have with the gameplay. Um, It's mostly just situational. Like, I don't really like fighting the brute characters. I don't really care for fighting them, but like, um, and I feel like I feel like characters like that get a little too boiled down to one dimensional stuff like you have to web them or you have to get them with a the takedown like that's the only way you can that's the only way you can actually take them down. So I feel like the variety is lacking for the characters like that, uh, the the ones that are a bit different to fight against. Um, but all in all, the combat is good. And I was a little, I think I was a little disappointed in the boss battles overall. I was hoping they'd be more fun than they were or at least more dynamic and interesting but they also felt very uh you have to uh just wait it out and then you'll have to zip to them punch them a couple times they'll dodge before they hit you then you'll wait it out you'll zip back to them and you'll do that over and over again rinse and repeat like i know 
that's like boss battle 101 is to find a weak point and do that but i still felt like they could have done more with the boss battles in this game but they were still fun overall they just weren't as great as i hoped they might be like fighting spider-man villains in a in a really well-made modern game like it wasn't as fun as i wanted it to be i think but the game all in all and the story overall is really good i'll say that yes i i do enjoy it. i i've played through that game one two three i mean i watched it so four four times i've experienced that game and then i just did the same thing with miles because i had a save that was on the very last mission and i was like because i was missing a couple trophies so i was like all right let me do this real quick so i experienced that for the third official time but also watching it so four times as well so i'm very Mm -hmm. familiar with the things that are in that game and when you talk about like the boss battles I i agree um for stuff like brutes i the last couple of times that I've gone through it, I've really tried to rely more on the tech like gadgets to sort of mm-hmm. find different situations for that. And that's been fun to go through because now it's like, all right, we'll set out a couple drones and then get your electric web and shock the brutes up so that they can be stunned for a little bit. Then you can go in for an attack there and, yeah. you know, then use your air, your gravity, not gravity, but it's like your air one that'll I push them back mm-hmm. you can do that get a web bomb throw it at them they all get webbed up like it's very it you can get by by just doing a couple of things but i think when you engage with it more it becomes a lot more fun but i completely understand like that entire section yeah i didn't do much with the tech like i unlocked it excuse me i unlocked it and i used it but i didn't really like make many creative uses of it i'm just like yeah this has like one use to me and that's all i'm going to do with it was kind of how i felt about it yeah yeah, there were definitely like when I first played it and stuff, that's how I also went through it. But since mm-hmm. I've gone back and replayed it many times, I'm like, nah, OK, now we're getting creative and stuff. And I think yeah. for the like, oh, it gets repetitive stuff. I, I agree with that. There's not a whole lot of variety to like, oh, you're doing a kingpin hideout or you're going to do mm-hmm. a, like a different type of hideout. Were there multiple hideouts in that game? Yes, because there were sable tech. So then you're going to yeah, like a sable, sable tech ones. one. Yeah. and stuff like that so they boil down to being the same thing but i don't know man something about that combat just works for me that i'm like all right cool goopy gamer brain let's go and let's just <laughs> do it over and over and over again and that's fine like the crimes i got pretty like sick of after a while especially yeah, like platinuming it i'm like okay i need to do all of these perfect and stuff which it's not hard but it's tedious so i was yeah. like all right let's let's go stop another car and let's go smash the square button and Yada yada. So the crimes I wasn't a huge fan of, but the bases and stuff, I'm like, I know what they're here to do. They're here to put you in combat scenarios and try to get you to use different experimentation stuff. And I'm like, all right, that works for me. So that was fine. But I completely get that entire not complaint, but criticism, critique, nitpick, whatever you want to call it. I think tedious is the word for it, and that might sound a little harsh, but like for a game that was so fun, the stuff that drags like that feels more tedious than it should, I think. And there was a lot of stuff that felt that way. Like that is a game that I would not have any real fun 100%ing if that's what I tried to do. And pretty much any game that I've actually 100%ed also felt extremely tedious, and I just had nothing better to do at the time, so that's why I did it. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not really much of a completionist with my games personally. Like once I beat them, I might do a little bit of post game or I might try like see if see what they have to offer. But with that game, I felt like all the stuff I had left to do after I beat it was stuff I had already kind of done to death and didn't want to do anymore. So I stopped after the story. The main story was done, but it was still a really fun experience overall. And it was funny because you had a uh, like 
criticism be like whatever happened to kingpin and i'm like they explain it they do it in the dlc mm-hmm. and in the sequel but yeah you know if you don't want to engage with that that's perfectly fine yeah and i was like i don't want to i don't want to put the dlc like that's also another thing because like uh you, you said the same thing about last of us like you want to play the dlc because it's going to come into play in the show ultimately and i'm like i'm so like not bored of last of us but like i've had my fill of last of us i don't want to dive yes. right back into it so i still haven't yet i will bef- probably before i get back to the show because i'm a few episodes behind anyway um yeah. i'll probably do it i'll probably do it at some point between now and then but i also might just skip over it and then get back to it another time because i feel like i need a little break from last of us before i dive back into it the good thing is that left behind is only two hours whereas campaign yep. like the dlc stuff for spider-man is an easy six to eight hours of more that's like as long as the entire mouse morales game yeah pretty much like they add yeah because it's three different dlcs each one's maybe like two hours or so so they add quite a bit and and each dlc is quote-unquote a different version of new york so they'll have different side quests in that specific dlc as well like different tasks that you need to complete in that one so that Mm -hmm. Yeah, but but there's also a character in there that I never want you to experience in your life, but I know that you would have to. That's very ominous. None of us like her. So some, oh, like okay. some like some people defend like the MJ stuff, which I'm like, I've gone through it many times. I just run past it and yeah. move on with my life. But everyone talks about that character. And they're like, no, abomination. Never do this okay. again. Why did you do that? Okay. Then I guess I won't play the uh, DLC. No, no, no. Play the DLC. It's good. Okay, fine. <laughs> At some point, I will. I'll play Miles Morales before I play any of the DLC in the first game, probably. Because, like, I think after the game I'm playing right now, I'll probably just do Miles Morales real quick, and then I'll decide where to go from there. Okay. There, there, there are... There's not sections with Miles Morales, but he does call Peter in that game, and they work on his training in that in the DLC as well. Yeah, that's okay. I don't need to, like... I'm fine. I'm fine skipping over little bits like that. I think that's yeah. okay. And I can catch up on it easily enough. Yeah. This is going to be a weird, a weird question. How'd you feel about the face? Peter's face? Yes. Was So when did they change his face? And I, I'm not sure if I have the changed face or not. 2020. And is that the face in all versions of the game? Did they just do a full update and his his old face just doesn't exist anymore? That's a very good question. Did he look I more like Tom Holland or did he look more like a normal dude i want the side-by-side comparison let me look it up here yes that's a good question because i don't know if it was just for the remaster versions essentially and then on because i know miles morales has that face i had the original version you have the original version okay good he looks fine he looks like a 24 25 year old guy which is what he is yes i love that face I don't, I don't, I don't need the, I don't need the Tom, I almost called him Twom Holland. I don't need the Tom Holland face. I don't need the Twom Holland face. Twom Holland. Uh, It wouldn't, wouldn't have bothered me if that's what he looked like, but I'm totally fine with the way he, he looks. I've gotten used to it. (laughs) Like I'm not outraged about it, but yeah, I did like the old face better. If I had played the game at that point and they, then they changed it. I'm like, what's the point? I don't, I don't understand if that, if that had been what he looked like, I probably wouldn't have known whether it was like, I didn't know whether the one I just played through was the original one or not. So it wouldn't have bothered me either way at that point. That would just would have been the one that I knew. So I wouldn't have cared. Yeah. I do remember that was a complaint people had when they changed it. It was indeed. But you, you've also been playing one other game that you started this past week. 
Uh, it did. comes from my yeah. favorite video game developer of all mm-hmm. time, uh, Hideo Kojima. It was a PlayStation exclusive that I definitely played. It is, uh, yeah, explain it, Nick. It is the first ever strand type video game. It is uh, uh, Hideo Kojima's most recent game, Death Stranding, which came out in, I think, 2019 on the PS4. And then the last year or the year before, they he made the uh, director's cut for PS5, which is the version I got. I spent the 10 extra bucks it would have it cost between the PS4 version and the PS5 director's cut to get the director's cut. And I have that version as well on my computer. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, they made, they made it free. free on Epic, didn't they? Yeah, on Epic. Yep. My, yeah, my roommate, I think, also got it free on Epic. So, uh, yeah, so I got that. I am a fan of the Metal Gear Solid games that I have played, uh, especially the two that I've beaten, which were 5 and uh, 3, 3 uh, Snake Eater. Uh, that has one of my favorite gaming stories, and 5 has like some of my favorite gameplay of any game. Um, I was a little concerned in the sense that I don't always love the presentation style of 5. Uh, I think the cutscenes drag a lot, and I like I know what, what I'm getting into with a Kojima game. I'm getting in, I'm getting long cutscenes, but uh, especially when I, after I played Snake Eater, which I played after I played uh, Phantom Pain, I was like, man, these stories and these characters are way more engaging and dynamic than what they had to offer in 5. So with that in mind, being like, oh, this is what his most recent game was like, I kind of worried what Death Stranding would be. And aesthetically, it feels incredibly similar to what Phantom Pain feels like, which in some in some instances is good, some instances is bad. It feels very, very much in that vein in terms of how it looks. Um, but all in all, I've played, I think, four hours or so. And gameplay-wise, uh, you, you've called it Walking Simulator. I think I said it was Quop. Uh, it was Quop with, with like something else. I don't remember what I said. But yeah, like... The whole game, at least so far, it has some small actions uh, sections that I've played through, and I assume they, there are a little more of them as you get through the game, but the game largely is plotting routes to deliver stuff, and you're just kind of walking. There's a bike that you can get that I haven't fixed up just yet, but I just uh, got to it, so that'll also be a thing, but you're basically just rebuilding America by delivering things to different outposts and uh, reconnecting everything, kind of like a strand, all these different outposts and bringing the country back together. So on a macro level, Level, I think it's a very it's a very interesting uh very interesting idea for for a story and uh Norman Reese's character who's the protagonist his uh I love his name his name is Sam Porter Bridges and uh, the Porter part is because he's a porter he delivers stuff and Bridges is because he works for the company or the organization called Bridges so Sam is the only name that he like actually has from birth I think um and like that's just such a Kojima thing the way that he's named and I think it's funny but uh yeah he's kind of like the dissenting opinion to this whole idea of reconnecting everything and rebuilding everything because as long as the uh, monsters that are out there are out there he thinks it's a lost cause because you can't like rebuild the world if you have to deal with them so there's like some clear dynamics in play and uh, between he and the other characters that i've met so far and i like that there's uh, some cool actors in there leah is in there mads mickelson's in there uh the likeness of guillermo del toro is in there but he did not do the voice acting i love the fact that guillermo's there yeah, that was like in the I, th- I think he was the first character you saw in the first reveal was him carrying that uh that baby uh BB around. Baby. And yeah, so that's cool. Um I'm sure there's still more characters that I've yet to meet. Um Margaret Qualley's also in there. I've only met her a couple times. Oh I think, yeah, that's but, right. She is. Yeah. Um but yeah, they all look really cool. Like the scanning has come a long way in the facial technology and everything. Like it like every everybody looks good. The performances are all good. I'm into the story. The gameplay is it's boring, but in a good way to me, I guess is the best way I can say it. Like, 
the game just kind of soothes me just kind of walking through the world and they'll play there's a ton of licensed music in the game so that'll play pretty frequently like it's just a vibe uh, it's a vibe that i enjoy at least i understand if you especially obviously uh, i think it's uh, it's not for you and i don't think if i don't think you'll feel any differently if you ever try it um Yes, I know if people are not into it, I understand, but it's my kind of game so far. Not necessarily the one I would normally play, but it's working for me. Yeah, I meme on it a lot, but that's just mm-hmm. because it from the outset, it looks like something that I would not enjoy. But at the same yeah. time, there have been plenty of times where I just fall into a lull playing a game. So it very well, very well could do that for me. So we'll see if i end up do playing it but i have a couple other things on my plate that are uh, either upcoming or that i'm trying to finish in general yeah i mostly went with it next because i wanted something wildly different from a naughty dog game or a spider-man game which are a lot of the games i have to catch up on i need i need to do miles morales last of us 2 uh all four of the uh uncharted games and they didn't do god of war but i have the two god of wars to get through so Yes, and Those then you can, you can play one and you can play one, two, three Ascension uh, on PlayStation Plus. Mm-hmm. You can get yeah, three I'm... remastered, but yes. Okay. Yeah, I was probably just going to do the two new ones was what I was going to do because I do uh, Ragnarok was the bundle. So I have that already. And uh, mm-hmm. and the first one was on the PS Plus collection. So I've got both those when I want to get to them. But yeah, I'm trying to just not grind the exact same type of game with Last of Us and Spider-Man. So this is a 40-hour buffer in between those. I might try something else on Xbox or whatever. 40 hours not, is delicate. Uh, I, I looked on how long to beat, and they said main story is 36, 36 and a half for the director's <sighs> cut, was what they said. So uh, yeah, I mean, it, it'll be an ordeal, um, but I think it's one that I'm going to enjoy ultimately, and I'm very curious to see where it goes. They announced a sequel not too long ago, so... Um, did. interested in how long it takes us to get to that because it's already been it'll be four years this year since the since the original release on ps4 so i'm curious how soon we get that sequel to optimistically it launches next year i that's 2024 yeah. realistically mm-hmm. 2025 or 2026 is my guess yeah, listen we will get death stranding to the same year we get elder scroll 6 that is my genuine prediction is that the two of them will launch the same year that's interesting, but you're probably right because it's been, oh God, it's been five years since Elder Scrolls Six got announced, and we've seen nothing more from it. Exactly. Listen, we're just about to get Starfield. I know. Hopefully, we get Starfield this year. Still, I think it does come out this year. It might get pushed back I, to second half, but I think it comes yeah. out this year. Yeah, I still expect it in like November. That's still my expectation. Yeah, good bunch of games there. Yeah, that's my PS5 experience so far. I. uh I bought, in addition to those, what else did I buy? I bought the Nathan Drake collection, and I also have Uncharted 4. And... Horizon? Was that what you got? Uh, no, I did, you got... I didn't, I didn't buy that. No, I think... Do you own Horizon? Because we have game sharing set up between the two of us. I have Horizon. Well, between you. Okay. Hmm? I said between you. You have my games. Yeah, I have your games. I guess I don't really have any games for you to have. I don't own any digitally right now that uh, I didn't get through PS Plus. So, yeah, so... Horizon I'll get to. Ghost of Tsushima I do want to get to. I saw that at GameStop and I was very tempted to get it, but it was a little too much at the time. Um, not not the not, not one of the immediate ones that I'm going to get to, but I do want to get to it. Like all the all the exclusives on PlayStation that have been deemed good in the last 15 years, I do intend to get to at some point. So yeah, hope you enjoy your PlayStation adventure. I hear I hear yeah. you liking the controller. You're a mad lad because you charge your controller when you turn it off and stuff. I, char- I charge it. I charge it overnight. Yeah, because um, 
because the I would I would charge it while I was playing, but where I sit versus where the PS5 is, the cord's not long enough. Um, my Xbox, the rechargeable battery I have, the cord is definitely long enough for me to like to have it charging while I'm playing and while I'm sitting in my chair. So that's not an issue. But on PS5, it's a little short, so I can't play while it's plugged in. So I just plug it in overnight, so I don't have to worry about it the next day. Yeah, I'm not. I know a lot of people that just don't do that because I mean, you expect like, oh, it's a wireless control controller. Mm-hmm. It should be you know, long enough to where I can go quite a few days without having to charge it, right? Whereas from what I mm-hmm. hear, that controller dies within play session. Like, you need to just keep charging it. Yeah, within but, a long play session. Like, may- maybe five hours is what you can get out of it. Maybe six. Um, yeah, I don't, like, I had a really long Last of Us play session, I think, when I was finishing the game. But I don't know if it made it to, like, six hours, but... Uh, it's probably something in that range in terms of like the max battery life that it has. My Xbox controller is probably 10 to 15, uh, but I also bought an external battery to put in it. It's not like it's not built in that they can just charge like that. So uh, that's the difference there. Yeah, I don't know. I like my rechargeable batteries. I treat them like a like a shotgun. You just mm-hmm. <laughs> put it in and then you're good to go. But yeah, I also have been playing my PlayStation recently. Ooh. I've been going through a game series that I hope to accomplish by the end of this year, which I don't think is going to happen. But I think I've already, um, no, I haven't already, but I'm getting close to already playing my PlayStation more this year than I did last year. And that's because (laughs) I'm playing through the Kingdom Hearts series. Not Nick. You are. The Kingdom Hearts series, as we are well aware, um, is long. It's extensive. I'm going to go to how long to beat again. Yes, I believe it's 13 games, 12. The first one's only about like 25, 27 hours. All of them together is quite a bit, right? But we're going through Kingdom Hearts 1 right now. I allegedly had five hours to go. And the last two hours that I played, well, three hours because I played off stream as well. I have accomplished nothing. In that amount of time, (laughs) because I have hit a spot where the difficulty curve has become astronomical for some reason. Um, So I just need to get good and just keep playing until I get past it like the masochist Mm -hmm. that I am. (laughs) Um, But overall, it's been fun. It's been it's been cool to finally go through and finish it and see the different worlds that were there. I did end up really liking the the Halloween town one for nightmare before Christmas, which I don't think I've ever actually completely watched. Really? Um, that was fun. Yeah. We weren't allowed to watch it in my house growing up. And so by the time that I was old enough to watch, it, I was like, I don't really need this in my life. Hopefully we finish that soon. And then we go on to chain of memories, which I believe is the card based one. Um, and then we'll just keep going along until we get to kingdom hearts three, which is really what I want to play. Which mm-hmm. I know is weird because people don't like Kingdom Hearts 3, but at the same time, I'm like, it'll most likely play the best because it's the most recent. So. It's kind of always that. where my brain goes is like, I want to get to the most recent entry in a series just out of curiosity of what the series is like now. Even though, like, it was the same with Gears. Gears 5 was not the one I figured would be the best one, but I'm like, I'm very curious what these games are like now. So that, so that was kind of not what kept me going, but I was like, I want to get to Gears 5 just out of curiosity. So I kind of get what you're feeling with, with Kingdom Hearts here. 
Yes. And like I've played the first like two hours of Kingdom Hearts 3. I played all of the Hercules world um, because it was on Game Pass for a time. So I hopped into that and what I played, I liked. But I know that to get the full story and to understand everything, by the time I get there, I need to go through all of them. So that's why I'm going through them all. I don't want to just hop Mm -hmm. into three and play through it. But three also has worlds that I'm more interested in, like Toy Story and Big Hero 6 and a couple others that I'm like, oh, this looks fun. And then at the same Mm -hmm. time, they have Frozen, which I'm like, I don't want to play this. (laughs) And apparently the Pirates world is awful. So, okay, I am prepared for not disappointment, but for a lesser than experience. But I know that everyone loves two. So by the time we get to two, I'm hoping that at least some of my issues regarding Kingdom Hearts one will be resolved. Because that mm-hmm. first one, in my in my opinion, is rough. I heard you had a bad time. We talk about yes. We talk about like the Mass Effect remasters and how like one needed the most work and stuff. I think the same thing needs to happen to Kingdom Hearts one. Give me an Unreal Engine 5 complete remake of Kingdom Hearts 1. It's not likely we're already getting into Kingdom Hearts 4, which is also another reason why I want to play through these to see if I can catch up in time for Kingdom Hearts 4. But that that's what's going on over there. Nick, can you look up how long to beat Chain of Memories for me? I'm uh, curious yeah, to know. Series. It says 30 games when I typed in Kingdom Hearts. Let's see. I'll have fun here. Chain, uh, Kingdom Hearts RE Chain of Memories. Yes. Uh, 20, 23 and a half for the main story, 32 main plus extra, 60 and yeah. a half completionist. Oh my God. And then, and then Kingdom Hearts 1 main? What's it say? It's probably Final Mix. Uh, regular Kingdom Hearts on PS2, it says 28 and a half for main, 41 and a half for main and extra, 62 and a half for completionist. Gotcha. Final, you so said Final Mix? Yes, I think it's Final Mix that it's called. Final Mix is a uh, main story cut down to 24. Yeah, so that's about and what 33, I... 59 and a half. Yeah, so. Yeah, so that's what I'm playing through. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we got a while more to go. I got to be Ansem. Then I got to see what else is left for me after the game. So we will do that, but we're going. We're chugging along. But another game that I've been playing, uh, I, I asked about it yesterday because I was curious to know if people had any thoughts about them or anything like that. I'm playing through the Wolfenstein games because I want to... Yeah set expectations for the Indiana Jones game that is most likely coming out next year. I have no experience. You have no experience with the machine games. Okay. No. I had a friend who really loved uh, Wolfenstein and stuff. God, you're, I'm going to make everyone else feel old here. Okay. I have a friend who really <laughs> liked the machine games, Wolfenstein games back in middle school. Okay. I know about like return to Kalfa Wolfenstein and Wolfenstein 3d. I've never played any of them. The only one that I've played was Wolfenstein Youngblood, I think is what it's called. The one where you're playing the two sisters. I played that with a friend. I didn't hate it, um, but, you know, it's not good. Uh, so I'm going through right now. I'm playing Wolfenstein The New Order, I believe is what it's called. The first one. Uh, my, no, I said Castle Wolfenstein. I heard Castle. I'll hear, I'll, I'll hear on the final playback if, if, if I heard it wrong. I heard Castle. No. Castle Wolfenstein. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. But I'm playing through Wolfenstein: The New Order, and I gotta say, I don't. I think this game should be played on mouse and keyboard. Um, oh boy, the options menu—it's not bad. It's not bad, but it's clunky. Uh, at least 
trying to play at least me trying to play it there um the options menu is very much lacking like i can't fix sensitivity at all there's no they didn't like update or anything for series x and s so there's no like graphical updates or anything like that mm-hmm. so i'm kind of like huh i feel like i should be playing this on another thing that said it's incredibly fun to go through and it's very fun to shoot and kill nazis and i'm very interested to see what they're gonna do with uh, Indiana Jones, because I think they've created a very cool world uh, with Wolfenstein, specifically machine games. I know that there were other games before it, but I'm talking specifically about the machine games, uh, video games that came out. I think the world is really cool and interesting that they're doing there from what I've played, which is only the first two hours or so. So I'm excited to keep going with it because I hear a lot of people praise it. The sequel, not so much. And then I think the pipeline is that they get worse as they go. But hopefully Wolfenstein one I end up enjoying, but I'm liking it so far. And so I'm really curious what mechanics they're going to use for Indiana Jones. I think he'll have a pistol of some sort. I'm sure he'll have the whip. I'm curious about what that gameplay is going to look like. But I think the story could end up being really cool that they do for Indiana Jones. I would hope so. I would like we're kind of maybe entering an era of like more licensed games like that. Like there's a Bond game in, allegedly in the pipeline, even though we've heard nothing about it for like three years. Um, I feel like we're getting maybe maybe feels like we're getting more of those types of games just based on properties, not actual movie tie-ins, but just like big expansive games based on properties. And like, I think there's a lot of potential there. Like the Avatar one that's coming out at some point is another one. Um, yep. We have the Captain America Black Panther one. Then we have the other mm-hmm. Black Panther one. Then we have Iron Man. We have Suicide Squad yep. Justice League. We have... And you've, you've had the couple Spider-Man games, obviously, and you have the next yeah. one. And the Wolver- Wolverine, one, coming, Wolverine coming out as well. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I've like that's definitely there's potential there's a lot of potential there and like it's like sounds like they have hopefully a good team involved for the Indiana Jones game so that gives me a little bit of hope for it. I keep forgetting it's coming out until every time you mention it honestly. Um but yeah, like I just think, you know, there's a good chance that we actually get some good licensed games when that used to just not happen, so that's cool to me. Yes. So I'm very interested to see A how Wolfenstein continues and B when we get our first look at Indiana Jones, I'm curious what aspects they're going to take and use for them. It is funny. You mentioned these two series and they are two series. I could not know less about like so many entries that I'm just beyond confused. If you mention these to me, I have absolutely nothing to add about any of them because my knowledge is so few and far between. All I know is that King, like I know about a couple famous moments in kingdom hearts because they've been memed. That's pretty much it. Goofy. Yeah, <laughs> I love that scene so much. I cannot wait to play Kingdom Hearts 2 just to get to that moment. Just to get to that scene. <laughs> that one, and then I don't know which one has it, but Mickey, when he's in the hoodie, and he's like, did someone say the door of darkness? <laughs> That's one that I can't wait for either. Yeah, the, those are going to be fun to get to, but I have to get and also through... the, the Woody meme. Oh, it's the same cook, game. You know? It's the same one. Yeah. Good. OK. The Woody one, what? You know, the, the meme where, like, Woody's holding, uh, what's his name? Sora oh, Woody's back. holding back, and, he, and he, the one where it's like, let him oh, cook. Hold up, let him cook. Hold up, let him, let cook. him cook. Yes, I can't wait for yeah. that one either. Um, That's so, my so knowledge of moments. Kingdom Hearts, is those two memes, basically. Yes, there, there are moments that I'm looking forward to getting to. And the first one is mm-hmm. pretty simple. It's just the real magic and the real weapon is the friendship and our heart along the way that we've made. So that's pretty much all I've been playing been playing some more spongebob going through that as well right. nice little platformer 
That's about it. Yeah. I've been doing a whole lot more other than the Lego Batman 3 videos and stuff. It's not so. Playing Elden Ring here and there. I think I'm actually close to the end. I think I might be in the last area. I thought I was fighting the last boss, then I beat him, and I'm like, oh, wait, no, there's a whole section of the map that I haven't found yet. So yeah, I'm not quite there yet. When you said, like, I'm about to beat the last boss, I'm like, no, you're not. No, yeah. Well, I should have, like, I should have known, just seeing that there was a whole section that was still uh like still grayed out because i had not explored it yet like that should have clicked for me but yeah i got a ton of re- of uh not renown um i got a ton of runes for for killing that boss so i got yeah. some good levels i think i'm think i'm like level 100 like i'm late 90s if nothing else i was 97 last i checked so jeez yeah edith fell in love with yeah. with elden ring hell yeah edith did and you ever be, not uh, beat Margaret? that no I have damn not. it come on that was like three weeks ago we watched you play that i know that's how often i turn on the game every like three four weeks i know oh that that was so frustrating you got so close a couple times we were all I rooting was for so you, man. close i we know. were all rooting for you it was so sad we were we yeah. were almost there we were on the verge of greatness as they say speaking of mando comes back next week so weird i knew it was march i forgot it, it was march first like and it. i I also forgot March 1st was next week because of how short February is. And it just feels wrong to me. Yeah, I don't. Oh, I remember when we were supposed to get a Mandalorian. Oh, allegedly. Allegedly. We were supposed to get a Mando game. We were? Yeah, that was a rumor. Was that uh, they were working on a Mandalorian game? I didn't. I don't think I ever heard this. Oh, yeah. That was the thing. There's that. Okay. Um, A new Star Wars MMO, which was going to be the Mando one um or maybe not like mmo but like a destiny type game essentially uh where you're a mandalorian and stuff but alas we haven't heard anything about that but we did just hear about a bunch of other games including suicide squad kill the justice league now nick we know the reputation that rock city has creating batman arkham asylum arkham city and arkham knight but Ark, but not Arkham, uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is very different for them. Uh, obviously, you did not see the gameplay footage, so I'll be talking about this. Um, mm-hmm. It's a lot closer to, let's say, Sunset Overdrive, let's say Borderlands, let's say Crackdown. It's a lot more like that. And it's okay. designed from what we've seen. Um, and it's it'll be interesting to finally play. I think it's very hard to judge that game just on its just on what we see i'm more curious to know how it will play how repetitive it'll get if the combat will be good weapons all that other stuff but what we saw today was we saw a section um where you are in metropolis and you're trying to rescue lex luther from the flash because he's been taken over by brainiac so you team up with harley quinn and deadshot killer not killer croc king shark and captain boomerang and you're trying to get them, right? So the gameplay mm-hmm. looks pretty. That section did not look great. But further on, when you're getting more upgrades to your abilities, some different gear and stuff, it looks a bit better, in my opinion. Now, it's not as gear heavy as, say, something like a Gotham Knights or Marvel's Avengers, where you have a different helmet and then a different chest piece and then a different like that's not what's going on. You have two different weapons, uh, some grenades and then different mods for your shot collar and a different and a couple different things so it's not as in-depth of gearing and rpg stuff as it could have been but there are still those things there outside of that metropolis looks pretty 
I'm curious to know what they're going to do with Metropolis because some people are saying that it is an open world and then some people are saying that it's not. And that's due to all the leaks that came out mm-hmm. a couple months ago about the game, which is where we got the leak about the battle pass and the store and the online yeah. co-op stuff, which it is crossplay, which I am happy to hear about. So that'll be good because I can play with other people that I normally wouldn't if they're on PlayStation or if I play on my computer and they're on Xbox. So there's that. But mm-hmm. overall, it looks it's going to be one that I'm going to have to play to fully judge. Right now, I'm still yeah. interested in it because I have built in trust for Rocksteady. Uh, I'm concerned about things like monetization. I always will be, uh, especially with Warner Brothers. But it it could be good. It could be the better of the two other superhero ones that we've seen. Maybe it's open wind like Breath of the Wild. <laughs> the first wind type game. <laughs> the first wind type game. Would that not be Wind Waker? I guess, yeah, if you want to call it that. Um, um, but the reason why people are so like confused about that is because in the main menu, there's a thing that says either like chapter select or mission select or something like that. And it's assumed that that's how you'll get into missions. But there's a mini map and there's a at least a big area that you need to go through uh, for specific missions and stuff. So it's like, Mm -hmm. is it open world? Is it not? Allegedly, it's been confirmed by Rocksteady that it is open world. So we'll see how that goes and what they actually do inside of it. But we didn't see any of that today. Yeah, I heard a little bit about it, and it was all Battle Pass microtransaction based. That was all the stuff I actually heard coming out of that. Here's what they said. They said there will be a Battle Pass that is cosmetic only, and the store will only be cosmetics and we're going to be adding characters. And I read I read the, the not press release, but what they've posted. And they said post launch content, including uh, new weapons, new missions um, will be free and characters will be earnable. They said earnable. Okay. So we'll see <laughs> no what boy. that means. They said earnable. So we were I was talking with Max and we were saying. It could be that you can earn it in game by doing, let's say, challenges, or you can pay five dollars and unlock them there. You so, say when you say earnable, I'm thinking like right at launch Battlefront two in twenty seventeen, getting the heroes no, 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 earnable. No, 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 they are post launch. Oh, okay, so they're not actually there yet. Okay. No, they said it'll be post launch content, and same thing with like okay. new missions and weapons. That'll all be post launch stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So them saying earnable, the keyword there is like, okay, yeah. well, that can mean a couple different things, but we'll have to see it in practice. As for mm-hmm. skins and stuff, none of it affects gameplay. If they're not super greedy, then whatever. I don't care, but it is what it is. It's just the way modern trends are going, and I don't like it. Same with yeah. Always Online, because this game also confirmed today that you, will need, that. Uh, that you will need to be online. And you know why? Because of the store. Yeah, that's just the state of games. Like, this sounds like it could be worse, but it's also still symptomatic of a lot of the stuff that is plaguing way too many games at the same time. Well, once again, we'll need to see more of it. Because even today, we saw a lot, but we didn't see a lot addressing concerns. Mm-hmm. So that'll be closer when we get to May. But as for now, that's all that they talked about there. And then Resident Evil 4 was shown off some more. If you know it, you like it. You'll get yep. it. We do also have the Nintendo Direct that happened last week where we got some announcements right. there, but that's more your wheelhouse. 
I think I missed most of it because I was getting home from work or work. I don't remember, but I missed most of it and I don't remember much of it. Um, like they had the well, Tears, of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, they showed off more of that game. Looks good. It looks I still I don't think I'm just trying to convince myself of this. I still think they have something major, like a major gameplay element that they're uh deliberately not revealing is what i it was what i'm feeling because there's some cool new stuff that they've showed off like some cool mechanics and it looks fun um but i still feel like there's got to be something incredibly major that they are just deliberately not showing right now because i feel like for a game that took this long to develop even though it used a lot of the same assets as breath of the wild i still feel like there has to be something in there that they're deliberately concealing that is my hope and also my actual belief that's what i want to say uh, but also, if it just is what it looks like and that's it, then I won't be surprised at the same time because, like, it's Nintendo and sometimes they go above and beyond and sometimes they don't. So we'll see. I, com- I have the utmost confidence that the game itself will be good. I just hope it has more new and creative stuff to offer than what's been shown so far. Zelda's my favorite game in the world. We all know how I feel mm-hmm. about Zelda. But what I saw yep. is, and Zelda fans, do not come for me. What I saw was more Breath <laughs> of the Wild. Which is perfectly fine, because there are plenty of games where I'm like, oh yeah, it's just more of this, and I like it. So that's cool. I saw a couple like new things, but I mean, we know that I'm not getting this, so why am I talking about it? But they did also announce the Metroid Prime remaster. The remaster, yep. I didn't yes. get it yet, because I, yeah, I own two versions of that game on two different consoles, and uh, I still haven't beaten it on either, so... I'll wait to get the remaster until I beat it on at least one of those is, is uh, what I decided, even though it's nice. They only made it 40. They could have definitely made it just 60. But um, yeah, they've got two more that I assume are in the pipeline because there's two more prime games and I assume they've been working on them for a while. So uh, that'll be cool. Um, yeah, I, I love what I played of prime. I just didn't finish it. So that's cool. These have been rumored like for basically the entire life of the switch and they finally did it. So that's good. Um Pikmin 4, did, is this where it got officially announced? I don't remember if it got announced. No, 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 this is the first gameplay. We saw Pikmin 4 gameplay. either Game Awards or sometime right before that. I think the last Direct, like September, maybe, something like that. It might have been uh, that, I don't know. but this was our first look at gameplay. Yeah, the Directs used to be like appointment viewing for me, and ever since I got my job, I've ended up missing most of them, so uh, the last couple of years I haven't been following as closely. You're not everything. missing much. Yeah, I know, uh, they've... The directs like are 90% stuff that's not for me. And then it's the 10% that's like the big Nintendo franchises are the sequels to little things that I enjoy. But like most of the time, it's just waiting to see what big franchises they're bringing out next. Because in the case of most of these, a lot of the Switch games were my first experiences with the franchises, or at least first ones I owned in the franchises. So um, hearing about a new one on the Switch was always a big deal for me. But it's less so now that I've had the time to get back into Nintendo and play some of these games on the other consoles. Like, this wouldn't be my first Pikmin game. I played at least half of Pikmin 3 on the Wii U, and I love it, and I need to get back to it and finish it. But this is not the huge story it could have been, like, a couple years ago if this was, like, my introduction to Pikmin at the time. Um, Yeah, so, like, it looks fun, and I'll get it. Um, I need to get through at least three. I think I bought one and two before you could stop adding funds on the Wii U shop. I don't remember. And I'm looking at the other list of stuff here. And uh, yeah, this might have been pretty much it. Just those two. Did not really care for a whole lot in that direct. So that's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Yeah, I think we're just at the point now where most of the major franchises, except Zelda now, because it has the new one coming out, most of these major franchises are probably gearing up for the next console and to release their games, their next entries for the next console in a few years. So 
that is kind of what I'm expecting. Like, I don't think you'll, and I could be proven wrong. I'd love to be proven wrong because I love new games. Um, I don't think you get a new 3D Mario at this point on the Switch again. I think they're waiting for the next one. You're not getting a new Mario Kart. That's what this DLC pretty much told you, is that you're not getting a new Mario Kart until the next console. So uh, a lot of the big hitters they have, like pretty much all their really big hitters, are probably done on the Switch. And now it's a lot of stuff that I don't really care about. And that's just, mm-hmm. like, it's six years in. It's over six years, or about to be six years now. Um, so the console's life is almost over, so I get it. Um, even though they're still selling like crazy, so I still feel like they should be... I don't know if I should say, I don't know if I want to say they should be putting more effort in because they've made so like they've made so, so many big games from so many of their franchises. But I would like more variety at this point. It's a lot of JRPGs and uh, like just a lot of small games that I personally don't care for. And that's a lot of what their output is. So their output for th- for a lot of the year just is not for me. So I feel less interested in the console as a whole. And especially now that I have a third console that I own with a lot of new games and uh, maybe not a lot of new games because it's PS5, but with a lot of games that I'm just now playing, um, I feel like my Switch is going to get less and less use this year than it has even the past couple. So that's disappointing, but it's also just understandable because they've made so many games at this point for it. Yeah, I think it's time for a refresh, I think. Yeah. I think it's also because I don't know how much developers can actually make games for Switch anymore now to realize their vision. So a lot of it does end up becoming JRPGs or more of like the narrative, uh, not like picture book games, but those kinds Mm -hmm. of games. So I think it's just time for a refresh of the Switch uh, or a new console entirely and give it entirely, uh, entirely. And given that we just got the announcement of the Activision Blizzard stuff with their games now coming to Switch day and date, I'm very curious to know how that's going to work. And I had a, mm-hmm. a, a conspiracy theory that they know mm-hmm. what Nintendo is working on next and they oh, know yeah. that their games can run on there. So that's what I yeah. think is likely happening and that we'll get an announcement in the next year or two. But I think it's just time. Yeah, that's something like the whole like their relative lack of power to the other consoles on the market is something they have been well aware of since day one. And they were aware of it with the Wii when they decided to not really upgrade the power too much from the GameCube. This is just a conscious decision they made and it worked out for them overall. They're able to put a lot of older games on there. They can't put a lot of the new games on there, but I think they're also aware that they're targeting to an extent a different audience than what the Xbox and PlayStation uh, audiences get overall so like they have their reasons for doing for doing things the way that they do but i also think they've reached so many people with this with this particular console it's their best-selling home console of all time that i feel like there's they understand now that there's an expectation of more with what their games can do at this point so i think this console they got away with it and they're aware that they might not be able to next one so it seems you know if your conspiracy theory is right and i'm kind of thinking the same thing that was my thought when i saw that announcement it seems like probably the direction they're going yeah I don't but, think it'll be on. It still won't be on par with these other consoles because I do think it would be a mistake to not still have it be uh, a hybrid console. I think you need to keep that feature, personally. I think now that they have and now that they've seen what the Steam Deck can do, they're gonna want to keep that going. Like that's like that's their the biggest possible selling point is the accessibility. The fact that you can play the game essentially the same version of the game anywhere you go. Like that is an incredible selling point and I think that was why a lot of people got it cuz like it's just convenient. Like you can get all the perks of a handheld console and a home console in one. Like that's just the biggest no-brainer that you can possibly get and there's so many games on there that you'll you'll find at least a handful that you'll want to play. Yeah. 
even if they call it like the switch i don't want to say like switch xl but like the switch next or something like that that way it's now, still like now here's the thing though here's yes. the thing wii u happened and that confused people with the branding that they still had wii in the name so i don't know what you can do we have um, switch Lite and switch oled yeah but those aren't new home consoles those are still mm-hmm. part of the switch family they did not accurately convey very well to the masses that the wii u was an actual different console with its own unique games they did not do oh, well with that because my so, wii is right there that i bought thinking yeah. that it would be compatible with the wii u and it was not <laughs> yeah Switch yeah, Harley two. says Switch Two. I they yeah. will not go that they will not go back that basic with a name. I guarantee it will not be called Switch Two. I'm trying to think what would they call it. The because like Switch, you can switch between either one. Maybe the Super Switch. Ooh, that Super they might switch. actually do that. They might go with Super Switch. That's true. They might. I could very much see them doing that. Because they have the uh, history may, may, with the maybe branding. maybe the new Super Switch, new Super Switch U Deluxe. They always like to put a new, like the new 3DS yeah. XL, the new 2DS. Oh, God. They have like legit like thirty different versions of the 3DS out there. I mean, just DSs. We have the DS, yeah. then the DS Lite, the DS, then the DSi, Lite, DSi, then the DSi XL. Then we have the 3DS, the new 3DS, the new 3DS XL, the 2DS, the new 2DS, 2DS. the new 2DS, the new 2DS XL, then the regular 2DS XL. Yes. Max is picking your next game to play. Ooh, what's the next the game we right play, Pav? Hi, Max. Hello, Max. Oh no! Got the- Why you got to do it to him like that? Oh god! Weren't you playing that like today, Manny, or yesterday? Sorry, guys, we're uh, we're ending stream here. Uh, <laughs> we're having some technical difficulties playing, uh, trying to do the stream. I don't know if we'll be able to play Gotham Knights. I was playing it today, by the way. You were, yeah, yeah, yeah yes. Yeah. Uh, still trying to finish that game. Wrong one. Still trying to finish you're, that game. You're a glutton for punishment, man listen i was trying to engage with the other content other than the campaign which i still have not finished uh i was trying to do the mr freeze boss fight and i'm like this is just miserable but i'll finish (laughs) it at some point and i'll do it but i'm much more i'm looking forward to suicide squad much more much more okay yeah i still don't i'll have to see how i actually think the game looks because the fact that it's apparently an actual sequel to Arkham Knight is like the only thing that might have me kind of interested. Set five years after Arkham Knight. Yeah, and we already talked about it, and I'm like, that's stupid. Why are they doing it like that? But, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. But you know what else mm-hmm. is what it is? The current state of Marvel movies. <laughs> Go ahead, bud. So Ant-Man 3 came out, a.k.a. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. I'm not going to be giving mm-hmm. any spoilers away in here because I know people haven't seen it yet. Um, but my overall thoughts... I don't. Th- I think people are looking at the Rotten Tomatoes. I first of all, I don't think people know how to read Rotten Tomatoes. Um, second of all, I don't necessarily disagree with that score, but I think it's better than what it is getting. Um, I don't think it's the worst Marvel movie. I don't think it should be there. Um, I think there are much worse films than this. I think Ant Man and the Wasp is worse than this. Um, but at the same time, I have issues with a the characterization of Scott. I think there are certain plot developments that sort of get drawn out for a while when they really could be tightened up. 
the ending has me confused as to what's gonna happen with some characters and then i don't feel like it has the heart of ant-man movies that we've seen so far because i watched all three of them the same day i did ant-man one ant-man two then i had like an hour break and then left for ant-man three right so Mm -hmm. i got to see the best and worst of them all in one sitting and was fresh in my mind and when i went back and watched ant-man one i found myself really enjoying that a lot more than i thought i would because i found myself really getting into the the energy of the ant-man of that first one i found more jokes that i liked this time around and also i feel like a lot of the style in the writing and the story itself has to be given credit to edgar wright i think that is why that movie works as much as it does obviously he left way before he left before the movie was done and a lot of stuff but he still has a story by and a written by i believe so the structure itself still is in favor of writing that but to be fair to peyton reed i think the use of the powers is really good in that i think that train fight is the best fight in an ant-man movie that we've seen so far because it's very creative in the way that it knows this is ant-man let's try to find what we can do to make it not interesting but for it to make sense in this world and to fit what an ant-man would do and i think the train fight is very evident of that the way that they do use the growing and shrinking in that the actual use of the ants as well i think is the best in that first movie then ant-man and the wasp is just bland and aimless Mm -hmm. and we don't go anywhere in that movie like scott does not grow in that movie at all and it's just frustrating that his only growth was in the first ant-man movie in my opinion um that said family dynamics still works for the most part in that movie i like bobby cannavale still in those movies and i think the dynamic between him and his daughter ends up working out in that movie because he is trying to be a better father and that's ultimately what the first one was about as well was him trying to turn his life around for his daughter for the protection of her and he is trying to do those things until he gets roped back into being a criminal and stuff but i think that all works for me And then Ant-Man 3 just sort of doesn't have that at all. Obviously, Cassie's grown up and I don't it's not necessarily that that's an issue. Um, There are a couple things at the beginning that I do like about it. But ultimately, I don't really buy the relationship as much in this one. And I don't feel the heart or emotion of those of that first movie in specific in this one. Um, I think Michelle Pfeiffer is kind of bad in this. I know people are liking her in this movie. I think she's kind of bad in this but what do i know and i don't really like um i don't really like what they do with her character either michael douglas is still cool i think michael douglas is it's weird because i don't think michael douglas likes doing these movies oh no absolutely he gives but he gives lines like holy shit that guy looks like broccoli and i'm like that's funny he has good timing he's a good actor He, (laughs) he knows what he's doing and it works yeah. But there's something that they do with the relationship between the two of them in this movie that kind of taints it in my eyes. And then we obviously get the introduction of Kang in this movie. And I, I like I like Jonathan Majors in this role. And I think he does a really good job. But I don't think they utilize Kang as menacingly as they should. There are glimpses of that. But I think that he, he 
he's not used to the best visibility. I don't think that he's bad in this movie. I just feel like they can do more with him than what they do decide to do. And ultimately, the end of the movie kind of left me underwhelmed with everything. So I'm not necessarily excited for this next phase of Marvel in general. But that said, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. I think it's better than my opinion. I think it's better than Thor 1. I think it's better than Thor, Love and Thunder and Dark World. Um, Better than Eternals, better than a couple other movies. So it's not the worst one. I think it's bad, but no, I don't think it's as bad as people are saying it is. But I also don't think it's as great as the Twitter revolutionaries are making it out to be. Which is always an interesting thing to see, where it's like, the critics were completely wrong. And it's like, mm-hmm. or maybe there's a bit of truth to everything that goes on. So, it is what it is. On to the next project. Kevin, slow down. Take more time. Actually try to build something out with no. these that means something. No. But they won't. No. Because we're getting Toy Story 5, and Inside Out 2, and Frozen 3. And what else are we getting? Zootopia 2. Oh. I thought you were I thought you were segueing into a 7000 layoffs reference or joke. It's what oh, I no. thought you were doing. No, no, no. No, I was genuinely curious. What okay. else did they announce? They announced okay. Zootopia 2. I forgot Zootopia, so that's where I thought you were going. I'm blaming Bob Iger. You know, I'm a, I'm gonna put this one on Chapek. I'm just saying. Somewhere a Bob is responsible. Yeah. Anyways, I gave it like a 6 out of 10, slightly above average. You know, it is what it is. There, there's some fun to be had there. I don't like what they did with Modoc, but I know that that's just what Modoc will always be to people. So yeah. that's unfortunate. I've seen many tweets. I know I saw the synopsis. I know like the beats of this movie, and uh, I don't regret not going to see it. That's what I got. Anyway, Nick, you watched a couple yeah. things. What did you watch? Did I? Hold on. You watched one. Let me pull up the box. Starring three Marvel stars. Three. Yeah, three. No, two. My bad. I don't know why the third. I don't know why, but in my head, the third one was Jennifer Garner. I'm like, that's not right. That's 13 going on 30. This is the one I watched last night. Is that the one you're referring to? Yes. Okay. So, yeah, there's only two. I was making sure. For some reason in my head, I thought Catherine Keener was in a Marvel movie, right? I don't think she actually was. Was she? I don't know. I'm pulling her up on the box right now. She was Incredibles 2. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well, yeah. It looks like not a Marvel project. They would have been near the top. So she wasn't. Anyway, I watched Begin Again from uh, John Carney. Yeah. I I am a fan of big fan of Sing Street, which you talked about last episode or one before. I don't remember. Time is a construct. It was the last um, one. Yeah, I love Sing Street. Absolutely love Sing Street. And I saw once in college, and I was a big fan of that. Not sing street level but i really enjoyed that i very much enjoy his movies like all the ones he's had so far are music based and i enjoy how small and intimate they are and i was always looking forward to seeing being again and it's a good like hotel movie i watched it in a hotel last night on my laptop for for like for whatever reason that just felt like a good hotel movie so i watched it and it was okay i kind of didn't really care for the beginning parts but i thought it got it got better as it went along i think it's overall charming enough and um I ended up liking it overall, I think. Okay is maybe a little bit harsh. I gave it three stars, but it's like a strong three star, I would say. Not quite mm-hmm. the uh, the 3.5, but it's a it's a strong three star. Like, the performances are all good. The characters are li- as likable as they need to be. Uh, the most interesting th- thing was hearing or reading after the fact how much John Carney hates Keira Knightley. Um, oh, 
Yeah, I did not know I that. Didn't, I didn't know about that. Yeah, I, there was a whole section in Wikipedia about like John Carney after the movie. He's like, well, the last movie wasn't great because I worked with a model. Like he wouldn't even refer to her by name. And it was just kind of weird. I was like, all right, so, something happened on set. They apparently did not get along, but Yikes. I thought she was good in the movie. And I like Mark Ruffalo in the movie. Um, Ruffalo good. Yeah, doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't do anything like doesn't uh, do anything groundbreaking, doesn't reinvent anything, but it has it has the goods. It's uh, nothing too special, but I enjoyed it. My least favorite of it's those sweet. three from him, for sure. Yeah, it's sweet. Also, you yeah, said, you said Sing Street twice, by the way. You said, I, lo- I, saw Sing- I saw Sing Street, love Sing Street. I don't know what other one you're talking about. <laughs> uh, once. I thought I mentioned once. Oh, that's what you said. Okay, because you said. Oh, I, I saw Sing, Sing Street, Street. I saw, saw once. once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, yes, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Yes. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yes, I think Once is the better of these two. So yes, I think, yes, or yes, not yes, these yes, two. Yes. I think Once is better than Begin Again. Sing Street is still my yes. favorite. So yes, Begin yes. Again is the least of them. Yes, we, we agree. We agree on that. Yeah. I have seen Once once, and I haven't seen it again, <laughs> but I did very much enjoy it when I saw it in 2017, 2018. Um, yeah, so this was maybe a little disappointing compared to what I had hoped for it was all these years, because I love those two movies, and uh, mm. I heard nothing but good things. So maybe a little disappointed, but it was it was enjoyable. It's sweet, like you said. I think sweet's the good word for it. Yeah, it's it's a perfect movie for a Saturday when you're trying to watch something and you just want to be in a good mood. It's not going to put you in, like, a great mood. Big bag, ah, that was nice. Good mm-hmm. way to spend a couple hours. And you'll move on. It got me through a boring evening. So, you know. Yeah. That's how I was when I did that whole marathon. Yeah. Was, that was a year ago. Almost. Yeah. Mm, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. What a day that was. Yeah. Last time I saw three movies in a day, I think, was the when I saw the three new Halloween movies. Mm. Oh, God. What a day that was. Pain for you, I'm sure. <laughs> it was fun in its own way. Uh, fun pain, I guess I'll call it. Yeah, I think I the last time I saw four movies in a day was Best Picture Showcase in 2018. Uh, so two seems to be the average if I'm doing something. Oh my god! I oh, that's right. What the heck? I did Lady Bird and then Fellowship of the Ring, Two Towers, and Return of the King all in the same day. Okay, now did you actually watch these all in the same day, or did you just log them at the same time and didn't? Put I the think right dates? I think what it was was that. Because I finished Lady Bird past midnight, it logged it on that mm. day, and then I uh, did. You got, you got to make sure to you got to make sure to put, to put the day back. I always do that. I if I start care. it before, it was fun. well. Actually, it's not even if I start it before midnight. If I'm still awake from the previous day, then it's going to get logged under that day. That's just how it's going to be for me. Let's see, I did Return of the Jedi, Force Awakens, and the same day, and then the Gerard Carmichael one, uh, the Batman and Iron Man two in the same day. Is that was that when we did the commentary? Yeah, yeah, because we did. You watched the Batman, we did the episode, and then we uh, and suddenly then we, were like, "Let's do an Iron Man two commentary." Look, so we listen, kicked Max off. A st- we kicked Max off, and then we did uh, Iron Man two together. And speaking of that, Max, because we're going through the MCU movies with Edith, right. right? Max recently rewatched Iron Man three. We all watched Iron Man three t- together, and he's like, "I think three? I like Iron Man two better." Oh, let's go! I'm converting people, folks. Now, I need to watch three again. It's been a long time, but I was never super into three. Um, I'm curious how I feel now because I'm eventually going to rewatch all the MCU movies that I watched at a certain point. I don't know if I'll watch the new ones that I haven't seen, but like I was kind of going through that. And it's been a while since I've seen any of them. But that's what I'm curious how I feel about, because I feel like there's a chance I like it more. And there's also a good chance I like it even less. Yes. Three, I like just about the same. I've Mm -hmm. always been someone that's like, it's good. It's better than 
where most people rank it, but I don't think it's towards the top of the top. But two, I hear it's a good I mean, Shane Black movie. But not a good Iron Man movie, you know, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Not a good MCU movie. Certainly not. No, certainly not. Iron Man <laughs> 2 is fun, Harley. Iron Man 3 is better than 2, come yeah. on. Iron Man 2 is fun. I think it also... Because it's so much fun, Jan. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Tarantino. You were in the middle of saying something. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say Iron Man 2 just... I feel like Iron Man 3's third act drags the movie whereas i think by the time you get to the third act of iron man 2 you want more of the action in it i don't know but yeah i've probably said this before i probably said this before my problem is not the twist itself in iron man no that's not my my problem problem. my problem is that what the movie has to offer after it i think is bad the substitute for what was like the substitute for what you saw in the first half of the movie i think is not good so that's why I don't yes. really care for it as much. I don't like Guy Pierce's character and the side characters I don't care for. So kind of take the I think three for me. Three still better than Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk disappointed me the last time I saw it. I was like, that was one I always liked just because I was a uh, big Hulk fan as a kid and I liked it as a kid, but and I still like it overall, but I was disappointed. I was hoping to like it a little bit more. Yeah. Anyway, See Fast X little... from the same director in a couple months. Uh, Louis Le Terrier. Yeah. Which I don't know if I'm going to watch. I'll watch it. You'll watch it and you'll report back. You're watching a movie this week? Or is it going to be next week? (sighs) Well, A, I haven't decided if I'm going to watch it. And B, it probably won't be this week. It'll be next week sometime. Okay. The new movie, I'm guessing. The the one with the the bear. That's on Coke. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's oh, so yes, Creed 3, my favorite bear on Oh, Coke I'm movie. so excited for Creed 3, bro. I, I hear nothing I, but good I, things about that. <laughs> yeah. All I hear is that he uh, put a lot of anime into that movie, whatever that means. So, Which I can tell because he, the, there's a shot that we see. Or like he was doing mm-hmm. an interview where he's like, yeah, I put this little thing that's in there. And then they cut to a trailer shot that was essentially that. And then they showed the anime side by side. And I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> and I hear that and I hear that like the anime influences are strong in this one. Not just like, oh, yeah, we did this thing, but like it's an anime. So that'll be exciting. Yeah, I'll have to yes. get my help to take, take my dad to that because he's a big Rocky fan. And I think he likes both Creep movies quite a bit. So I'll have to take him. So that might slow down me actually seeing it. Otherwise, I would have seen it on Thursday afternoon if I could have. I wish there were Spanish subtitles that I could take my grandmother, you know, like have all mm-hmm. of us go together. But I don't think there will be. So it'll most likely either be me and my dad or me and my mom. Yes. How many screenings at your theater, whether it's English, Spanish, whatever, actually have open captions? I don't know. I don't check. Because I see, like, there's a couple screenings listed for some movies. Usually, like, the big movies will get, like, a screening a day where you'll get open captions on the screen. And that's pretty much it. Um, and I don't know if it's only an AMC thing or what. I'm sure it's not, but that's the only theater I go to regularly. So that's really all that I've seen. But like, I'll see maybe one screen, one showing a day with open captions on the screen for a big movie, but that's pretty much it. So I was just curious. Current, currently, we have none with open captions that I can see. I'm here. curious if there's an Ant-Man They're all one. closed crap captions. Craptions. Yep. Craptions. Closed captions. Yeah, Ant Man had one open caption showing today at 6 30 p.m. So. They had the one of the big movie. I was right. Yep. No, I'm not. 
not seeing anything here for any of them. Yeah, I'm just curious. I didn't know if it was maybe more of a thing there than it is here. I didn't know if it was a regional thing or a specific theater chain thing or what, because I've never seen, I've still never seen a movie with, like, a, a, an American movie with foreign, with open captions on the screen. I've only seen foreign films with captions for obvious reasons. Yep. No, nothing, nothing here that I can see. And it's, okay. it's one of those things where I know why they don't, but I wish that we would have, mm-hmm. like, Spanish alternatives because we're so close to the border. I'm like, guys, we have one of the biggest Spanish speaking populations here. Like, if it was Nebraska or something, I would understand. But given Kansas, yeah. where we no Nebraska, I'm talking specifically about Nebraska. Okay. Um, but like here, I feel like it would make sense for these big movies, even if like. One or two showings, that's fine. Like, just have at least something for us. Yeah, that we can. Well, I would sort of to. expect that in areas like that with with higher populations of, of uh, certain backgrounds, because like in Kansas, like I understand like uh, or just, you know, just anywhere like having just English subtitles on the screen. Like it's it's just an accessibility thing for people who are hard of hearing or deaf. So like I get you would only do mm-hmm. one showing a day for that and probably in a very small theater, I would guess, too. Like that makes sense to me. But like in areas where you have a, lo- a large like large populations speaking other languages, that would just make sense to me. So it's curious that at least your the one theater you looked at doesn't have that. Yeah, so that's unfortunate. Otherwise, I would you know take my grandmother to see a bunch of other mm-hmm. movies, like Puss in Boots. Come on, hey. have Spanish subtitles for Puss in Boots. I haven't seen it yet, but like I that would be one to do because Antonio Banderas and Salma Hayek. You know, it's taking a lot from allegedly like the characters are much more hispanic in that movie like let us get spanish subtitles or spanish versions of those movies mm-hmm. but alas no oh well. anyway creed 3 looking like it's gonna be fun yeah. i don't know what else we're i don't know well nick don't pull it up don't pull it up I'm i was just about up. to say i don't I'm know what else we got looking forward to march is a big month because we have that we have scream imdb we have there you go cocaine oh, bear i mean cocaine bears this month but yeah. Uh, Scream is March 10th. Three, John Wick is March 24th. John Wick. That's another one I'll have to take others. that too because he, he got into John Wick recently. Yeah. There are a couple others. Since I don't oh, have yeah. like. Ooh, AMC 65 A-list. is also March 65 10th. was one Scream. I was thinking of. Let's go. Yeah, 65. There's something else. Hold on. Tetris, that's Apple TV, right? Yes. It's March 15th, it says. Or the 31st. Evil Dead is... What is going on here? Shazam. Oh, March 17th. Yeah, Shazam. Shazam, Dungeons and Dragons. D&D, right, right. That's the same day as John Wick, right? Yes. Interesting. IMDb is broken, or it's like starting to account for streaming now, because... um, it, I'm on the coming soon to. Th- I opened it up. I'm on the coming soon to theaters section, and March 15th it has Tetris, and then under that it says coming March 31st, 2023. Like what? What? Which one? What does it mean? 65 comes out. Oh my god! So 65 Shazam: Fury of the Gods and Inside starring um, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe all come out the same day. I thought Inside was like April. No, Inside is March 17th. And then John Wick Chapter 4 is March 24th. So 65 is March 10th for me. Mine is saying 17th, according to Movie Insider. Yeah, IMDb has it on the 10th and Inside on the 17th. This was just this was just updated the 21st. Okay. So I guess this is probably a more accurate one. 
And then, yeah, Dungeons and Dragons, March 31st. Yes, Harley. Alden Ehrenreich is in Cocaine Bear. Oh, oh, did stream end? What happened? Oh no, that's my bad. You move the sc- you move the screen over. I was wondering why you did that. I'm like, you trying to you trying to count me out or uh, uh nope, sign me out It was here? a hot it was a hot key. Um, yeah, Alden Aaron Reg is in Cocaine Bear. There's a good cast in Cocaine Bear. Ultimately, there uh, is it's just the it's just the overall vibe of the movie and the marketing of the movie that has annoyed you and I in particular. Yes, it like it's a very try hard think, movie. Was was how it looks. Do I think it will be a bad movie? Not necessarily. Yes, but but that's what it's going for. Yes. Like, it's going for B-movie schlock, and I just don't care for it. Especially because their entire marketing has been, bro, it's a bear on cocaine. On cocaine. Like, that's their entire marketing budget. Yeah. He's being like, bro, this bear is on cocaine. Ray Liotta, what's this bear on? Bro, he's on cocaine. Oh shit, Jackson okay, Jr. Bro, what's up with this bear? Yo, it's on cocaine, dude. Mm-hmm. I think we've Anything reached else? our limit of things to talk about. I think so too. Talked about the PS5. All I had was PS5 and Super Bowl, so I was basically done after a half hour. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. We <gasps> talked about some wrestling for a little while. That was good. Now, hold on. I just thought of something real quickly. Oh boy. All right, Nick. We've had a lot of conversations about this. But I think that okay. we put this to rest. Let me share my screen and then do yeah. that one. Folks, I think it's time that we do a tier list ranking candy. Oh, baby. Now, this has been a conversation that we've had multiple times. And I think it's time that we just get it out of the way and we start ranking some candy because people have some awful, awful takes when it comes to these. Now, Nick, we have some candies here that we're going to put into either S, yep. A, B, C, D, E, or F. And we're going to go okay. through them. We're going to talk about them. Now, first off okay. is one that we vehemently disagree on, which is a Mr. Good Bar. So you're a fan, I take it, of the Mr. Good Bar? I like Mr. Good Bar. It's, it's uh, C tier. It's a better yeah, crunch. It is a better crunch bar. Oh, fuck you. Fuck it you. It is a that better is... crunch bar. No, no, absolutely yes. the fuck not. Yes, it Go is. Go fuck yourself. It is a no. better crunch bar. I kid no. you not. No. It is Jesus a more Christ. tasty crunch bar. No. Yes. Under no circumstances. This is easy like B tier for me, but I'm going to put it in C tier. <sighs> Go fuck yourself. Next we have Pocky. Pocky's good. No idea what that is. Pocky's pretzel sticks and or pokey um it's pretzel sticks and then they dip it in either like chocolate or cookies and cream or strawberry like flavors they're really good um you can get them at any of your like world markets or uh, you can get them at your kroger you should be able to find them next we have a hundred grand i've never heard of this before I think I've had it once or twice and I have no real feelings about it. Let's say C tier. Steph says S tier. Do we take Steph into account because she's actually had them? Uh, I don't know. I was just going to do one that says don't know. I think that works here. Add row below that says. um, Yeah, I'm just going to say don't know. Nick, Manny, thoughts on anti-trans activists that Rowling has donated a shitload of money to openly advocating to make surrogate pregnancies illegal. Fuck JK Rowling. Fuck TERFs. Yep, fuck them both. That is all I have to say about it. 
Laffy Taffy. <laughs> Go from that to Laffy Taffy. All right. <laughs> uh, a bad candy with bad jokes, but the bad jokes are kind of part of the charm, aren't they? I like Laffy Taffy. Oh, it's not good. N- not good at all. I will put it in C tier. That's fine. Acceptable. Next, we have Hershey's Kisses. I think I'm like a B tier. Uh, uh, I won't complain with a B tier. I really won't. They're salad. You put them in C tier. What are you doing? They're in B tier. Okay, I'm on Twitch delay. I didn't see you moving oh, back okay. up yet. All right, next we have snow caps. You, ve- you never don't had. like these, do you? Oh, don't have them. All right, I've never had them. Either. Never had. Steph says Hershey's Kisses F tier for the record. Listen, I'm kind of with you, but Whoa. at the same time, I think Hershey's is bad chocolate. Okay. Well, if you're if you're with her on being on it being F tier, you don't have to keep it in B tier just for little old me. We'll put it in D tier. Well, now hold on. Now hold on. Just a second <laughs> Fine, we'll here. In, hold on. Just we'll a goddamn put it minute in C-tier here. C tier to appease both C-tier. of us. There, there we we'll go. Put it in C tier. All right. <laughs> Next, we have Butterfinger. A tier. You think A tier? Interesting. Big Butterfinger. I fan think it's here. closer to B tier because I don't like hard peanut butter. If you want to put it high B, I won't complain. I think that's fair. I think we'll do high B because I, yeah, it's just the thing of, I don't like hard peanut butter and that's closer to like peanut brittle. Ooh, I think this is Cadbury, Cad, Cad, something, uh, dairy milk chocolate. Never had. I think it's better than Hershey. So I'll put it in B tier for now. Disgusting. Okay. Go oh ahead. my God. Another Mr. Good bar. What the fuck? <laughs> I'll keep this one out. Next up. Reese's Pieces. We have thoughts on uh, Reese's Pieces, I believe. I think they're better than cups. What? I said what I said. He said what he said, and he was wrong as fuck. Reese's Pieces uh, are better than peanut butter cups. They are not in S tier. Go fuck yourself. Low B tier. Yes, that's fine. I'll put it in low B tier. If we're compromising, it's low B tier, because those are at best a C tier candy. No, these are better than... Steph's saying the, the worst... Reese's is wrong that Steph's are, are the wrong. worst Reese's and Steph yes. is correct. No, they are wrong. Get him, Steph. Get him. Steph is incorrect. Next, we have Iro chocolate. I've never had never these, had. have you? Cool. Nope. Milky Way, F tier. Milky Ways are awful. I've had them maybe a handful of times and not a big fan. Um, I'm not going to fight hard to put them up in E tier, but I don't think they're the worst candy I've ever had, so I can't say F tier. I'm fine with putting them in, well, Am I? I'll keep There's them in an E tier right there. Yeah, I'll yeah. keep them in E tier. Next, we have Spree. I know that I've had these at some point, but it was years ago, and I don't have enough of a memory to say. I think I feel the same. So I'll put that in I'm not, that tier and don't know. But yeah, I, I'm because not, I don't have enough sure of a palate to say. Like, like, I can taste Fun Dip or Jolly Ranchers. I can't taste Spree. So I'm just going to put it in don't know. Speaking yeah, of, I've seen them, but yes. I don't know if I've had them. Yes, go ahead. We have Fun Dip. Now, Where back in we... the day, <laughs> in elementary school, the Duckster loved him some Fun Dip. Let me tell you, Fun Dip was like the highlight of all the uh, holidays at school when they would give out candy. Um, I have a soft spot for Fun Dip. I'm thinking A tier for Fun Dip. A tier? I was thinking like B tier. That, that stick. Can... Yeah, that stick is kind of miserable as an adult now. I haven't had it as but that sugar, the memory, that sugar the memories does. remain strong. The memories that sugar remain very strong. Hit, though. Fun dip. You get you get a cherry fun dip or something, or you get a blue raspberry fun dip, and they're good. 
What kind of flavor did you just say? I said blue raspberry. If I had the soundboard right now, I would play, I'd play the... Is that fucking blue? Steph, do you hear this guy? You hear this guy with this fucking blue raspberry bullshit over here? Next up, we have Jolly Ranchers, but these are hard candy Jolly Ranchers. I S-tier. have never been a Jolly Rancher guy. Oh, I love Jolly Ranchers. I haven't had them a ton. I don't dislike them, but I would probably put them in C tier personally. <gasps> Compromise B tier. Yeah, it's fine. Jolly Ranchers. I don't passionately dislike them. I just don't have. I think much, they're like, better than fun. I, I think they're like there. Let me put this one like there because I don't know. Since you well, put them in S tier, you can put them above fun. Better dip, there, I guess. I think they're better there. I think that's where they 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 fit. Uh, what is this? Routes? Routes? Runts? Is that runts? Runts. I'm looking at my yeah, phone. Runts. I love runts, specifically the banana flavored runts. Uh, for Christmas, are these the couple ones years that are shaped in- that are in malls. In uh, the dispensers. Yeah. yeah, they're there, and they're like a Wonka candy. Mm, okay. Yeah, fine. like they're kind of chalky when you bite into them, but that's also kind of the point. Uh, they're they're good. I like them. Uh, the banana flavored one is my favorite. I would say B tier. I'm fine putting it in B tier. Uh, I was right. just gonna say a c- couple years ago, my mom got me a five pound bag of just the banana uh, runs from Amazon, and that was one of my Christmas pr- presents, and it lasted me for months. Dang. Next, we have Reese's peanut butter cups. A tier. They're going above Reese's pieces. I think they're worse than Reese's Pieces, but okay. Well, that's wrong as shit. Reese's Pieces are better. Also, Reese's Pieces is not the worst because there's Reese's Puffs. <gasps> you take that back. Swedish Fish, S tier. Never had. Swedish Fish are goaded. I, for a long time, I used to think they were an actual fish-flavored candy, and I'm like, who would possibly oh, no. eat that? <laughs> I love Swedish fish, but to be fair, I like like gummy candy. So I'm going to just put it in B tier for now before Steph starts pulling out the glicky on me. Next up, we have Gobstoppers. I've not had Gobstoppers Ooh. in a long time, but I did like yeah. them when I had them. Yeah, I was a big fan. I used to have them a decent amount as a kid. I would say low A, high B tier. Low A. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I was a big fan. Pez. This is another childhood thing. I don't think Pez is good. I haven't had him in a long time. I would say low B, high C, probably. I'm fine with that. They come in cute little dispensers, but I don't think they're good. Okay, now, let me... Do they not have the other one? <gasps> what a disgrace. They have Twizzlers, but not Red Vines. Twizzlers go in the F tier. Twizzlers are Ooh. bad licorice. <sighs> I'm Red not a huge Twizzler better. fan, but F tier is harsh. Twizzlers. F tier is a little harsh. If we're, if we're grading just licorice, it's F tier. Like, like between Twizzlers and Red Vine, Twizzlers is, is the worst. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I'm not particularly passionate about Twizzler. I think I'll put it D tier. Yeah. So it's not an F tier. I would probably, I would probably say Twizzlers are C tier for me. So I think a D tier compromise is fine. But Twizzler is just bad rubber that's painted red. Okay. Uh, Jelly Belly is going in the S tier. I'm gonna put it like in the A tier. I love Jelly. Like that is my candy I know, of that's choice. Your, the last that's couple your years. snack of choice. Yeah, 
Fucking love me some jelly beans, man. Yeah, you'll just be like, yeah, I'm just eating some jelly beans right now. Okay, okay. Well, a lot of the times I will get like a bag of jelly beans like from the gas station and it's not Jelly Belly. It's just like whatever the generic brand is. And they'll Mm -hmm. they'll be really big. Jelly Belly is like the smaller ones and they have a lot more specialized flavors. The Dr. Pepper Jelly Bellies, low-key the best candy out there. Yes. Sure, whatever. Also the bubblegum flavored Jelly Bellies, right up there. Okay. Next up, we have Sweet Tarts. I haven't like, had them in a while. I, I feel like they're, they're maybe like C tier. Yep, that was about what I was going to suggest. Yeah, I think that's fine where they are. I think C tier is perfectly fine with them. Now, Starburst, S tier. I would put them in B personally. Like, they're oh. not my favorite, but they're good. Insane. Bro, do you not just like the juices that come out of the Starburst? I mean, they're good. It's not my favorite. They're, they're, very, they're very salad. That's why they're in B tier. We'll put it top of B tier right now. Lifesavers. Now, hard lifesavers are not as good as soft lights lifesavers. So these ones, I think, would also. I don't want to say I haven't C-tier. had lifesavers, but I can't think of many that I've actually had. I don't, I don't really recall having them. I'm sure I, I think, have. I think hard lifesavers should be in C tier, but but okay. gummy lifesavers, another one of my S tiers. Okay, you can put it wherever you want because I have no opinions here. That one belongs in the C tier. Next up, okay. we have Skittles. Skittles are better than jelly beans. Excuse me. I said what I said. You did say what you said, and you were wrong. I was right. Skittles are a B tier candy for me. Skittles are an A tier. I also called them lightsabers when I was a kid, Steph. I also um, called them lightsabers. That was Harley. Yeah, everyone did. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, my bad, Harley. Yeah, Skittles are good, but like the aftertaste and like the feeling on the on my like the inside of my mouth after I've had a lot of Skittles, I don't like that. That that brings them down a little bit for me. Interesting. I never got that. They kind of like eat away at, at the inside of my cheeks. It's weird. It's kind of like how like what pizza does to the roof of your mouth is what Skittles do to like the insides of like the sides of my mouth. Mm-hmm. It's like that. So I don't really enjoy that. And that's the main reason why I don't get them, because otherwise I do think they're good. Steph agreed with me. Skittles go above jelly beans. Next up, we we have Haribo gummy bears, which I think are not good. gummy Suck. bears. They're yeah. bad. I don't think they're good gummy bears. I'm not really a gummy bear fan in particular, but those really suck. I would much rather get the Albanese uh, gummy bears. Those are good. They're soft enough to where I don't feel like I'm chewing through like, oh, Haribo gummy bears. I think I think C tier is kind of where they stand because at the end of the day, they're gummy bears. They're still good. But I mean, they kind of suck compared to like compared to what I could be eating. Haribo is like my last choice. I will just never pick gummy bears like in any, oh, real, in any situation bears. unless it's the only food and I'm going to die. That's that's when I'll eat gummy bears, I guess. Gummy bears are great. Whoppers. F-tier. Whopper, 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 Junior, Double, Triple, Whopper. I think they're good. I like them, but I'll, I'll, I'll compromise and say D tier. There you go. Thank you, Steph. Whoppers are trash. Whoppers are good. Next up, we have Ring Pops. I liked them as a kid, but I don't think yeah. I like them now. Probably wouldn't. They're they're there for the novelty of the ring at the end of it. So I'll put it in C tier. Yeah. Next we have trolley gummy worms. Never S-tier. had tier. S tier. They're very good. Next up we have airheads. They're they're better than Laffy Taffy. Yeah. So they're I would, at least I would say, I would B. say comfortable B tier. Yeah. Comfortable, comfortable B tier, I agree with. I haven't had them much, maybe three or four times in my life. I actually, I, I was actually just talking about this with Bobby the other day. 
candy corn goes to F. I don't hate it as much as everyone else, but it's not very good. Yeah, candy corn goes into F too. Next, okay. we have a creme egg. This is like the Cadbury stuff, but it's an egg. Then I also think never had. It's the same kind of chocolate, so if you like it, but I think it's probably worse because it's so much bigger. So I'm gonna put it there. Mm, this is a Tootsie Roll pop. Now, do they have blow pops? They do not have blow pops here because that's always an interesting debate. Tootsie Pops are S tier. I'm not going to argue with that. Hell yeah. They're not my first choice, but I always like eating them. Crunch Bar. Better than Mr. Good Bar. That's where we're putting it. No. Nope. Nope. You, You put it above Mr. Good Bar, you fucker. I will put them right next to each other. But which one's going to the left? That's what I want to know. No, 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 no. Good no, bar no, is better. No. A good bar no, is better not. than a crunch. It's yes, not. it is. It is God, a thousand times better than a crunch. I will no, appease you. Just like you. Nuts. I will appease the white man once again and give Thank crunch you. over the Mr. Good bar. But Mr. Good bar is better than crunch. This is a good use of white privilege right here. Mr. Good bar is a better bar than no. crunch. People no, are not. insane for not liking them. Insane, he said. Okay. Insane okay, in the membrane. Yes. Next up, we have pixie sticks. Pixie sticks are just sticks of sugar. Yeah. And they also made a huge mess. At least I made a mess of them as a kid. Where did we put fun dip? Oh, we put fun, fun dip, dip in B tier. Oh, God. Uh, I'll, put, I'll put pixie sticks in C tier. Uh, yeah, I was going to say C tier. Uh, double bubble gum. I, I had this recently. It's not good. No. The childhood the, the flavor does not has last worn long. off. No, yeah. and they're hard. They are very yeah. hard. Uh, regular Tootsie Rolls. I like Tootsie Rolls. Solid, solid high B, low A tier, I would say. Yeah. I like Tootsie Rolls. I like the little poop stick. Next is a fireball. Um, I never had these. I've, I'm putting them in don't know either. There we go. Twix. Okay, now we're starting to get into some of the heavy hitters here. We're about to go on a spree. Twix, where are we putting it? Low A tier, I think. I can work with that. I'm a fan. I can work with that. Okay. Okay. Snickers. Also low A tier. That is wrong. Can he not work with that? Oh, no. I cannot work with that. Snickers is an S tier candy. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you hated them. No, 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 no. Snickers are better than better, better than an A tier. I love Snickers. I won't complain about S tier. There was probably a point in my life when they were my favorite candy. Um, they've just been surpassed for me. I also think like you have like peanut butter Snickers, which are also good. I like those ones. I'm here for two stick stick seconds and I'm already ready to burn it down. Alec? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Alec. It's just the way things went. Mm-hmm. Hot tamales. Where do you want to put these? Um, B tier. I haven't had them in a long time. I remember actually kind of liking them. Um, but I'm, I don't feel too strongly about them. Okay. I haven't had them in a long time. Mike and Ike's. S tier. S tier. Thank you. We agreed they're, on something. Finally. They're finally. a goat. They're a goated candy. We agreed on the, something. <laughs> the goat movie snack is popcorn with Mike and Ike's. That's the goated movie snack combination right there. Almond Joy. F tier. Fuck F tier. It's so bad. Let's go, buddy. <laughs> Let's go. Dum Dums. Never had. Oh, you've never had Dum Dums? I don't think so. 
They're, oh, they're, just the regular. They're just the regular they're suckers. Pops. Yeah, the, the, oh, the yeah, suckers yeah. that you get at like, yeah, like Halloween B. or like there. Yeah, that's okay. fine. All right, I'll put in B. Uh, I don't have a problem yeah, with that. I think it's better than fun dip. Okay, fine. Sour Patch Kids. I don't know if I've had a regular. I've had the watermelon, and uh, Steph can agree. Watermelon Sour Patch Kids, fuck. But oh, regular, yes. I don't know if I've had. Listen, we don't have watermelon Sour Patch Kids here, but I still oh. think that Sour Patch Kids are an S tier. I think okay. I think they're still good. I I probably wouldn't wouldn't call them my favorite um, if I had them, but yeah, yes, because I'm not the biggest just straight up sour person in general. Like that's not something I'm usually a huge fan of. See, the watermelon aren't, like, isn't really sour. sour. Yeah, they are yeah. sour. At least I don't think. I think so. I tried. I actually yeah, I tried them once before a movie, like just regular Sour Patch Kids, and they were more sour than I wanted them to be. And I'm like, I don't really like this that much. Hmm. No, I love Sarah. It was just one experience. Okay. Next, we have Warheads, which you say you don't like sour, so. I don't know if I ever tried one of them. I did. They're not for me, so I won't put him in F tier. Next up, we have Hubba Bubba. My nickname for a while in elementary school. Oh, no. I don't even remember why. Um, I I don't think I've ever had it. I don't know why it was my nickname, but I never had it. Hubba Bubba is not something that I I think it's like a perfect C tier above. I think it's probably like top of C tier. Better go below crunch. I think Better maybe go below crunch. Pez down. Wait, is Pez wanna... above crunch? I cannot stand for this. I moved Pez down. OK, I'm, I'm, I'm behind you. I'm still I'm still like five seconds behind you. I'm sorry. I can't see your screen. I just see what Twitch has. There, I'll do that. All right. I'll do that to appease the white man. Dots. I like dots. I think dots are good. I think I've had them once or twice now. They were pretty bad, but you can put them wherever you want. You are sick. I'm sorry, Jester X Rev. Or Jester X. Jester Zev. Yes. I'm sorry. We are going through these lists and talking about which ones are better. Dots are only good for removing fillings. You've never had snow caps? No. 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 Or or I've had them, but I don't remember them enough to really have a flavor for them. Like dots, I can feel in my mouth. They're stuck to my molars right now. <laughs> I'll put them D tier for dots. There you go. That's Let's see. That we had sense. Pocky already. These little mm-hmm. balls of flavor. What do you think? Are, they these, are? are those sixlets? Maybe you ever get sixlets uh, when your parents went to the bank and the bank would just give you a little thing of sixlets that that happened to you. I don't remember what they're called, but maybe that's what they are. They're, they're these balls that are flavored yeah. like yellow and orange and cherry, oh, I, was thinking I guess, like or red. Sixlets are like chocolate. They're colored like that. No, but no, 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 no. These are like balls of like lemon or orange. Are those jawbreakers? Maybe these are the mini jawbreakers. Maybe that's what they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I think that's what they are. If that's what they are, I'm a fan. I love those. I like them. I'll put them in B tier. Okay. I was thinking low A, high B. Jester says they look like gumballs. I still feel like they're jawbreakers. They are not gumballs. I think they're jawbreakers. I don't, yes. I don't think they're gumballs, no. Kit Kat. S tier. I will not argue with that. Maybe... Yeah, I think they're the goat chocolate candy. That's my take. Lemonheads. Let's see. We got. I don't, 
I'm not a huge lemon guy. I think I've had them and I was not a fan of it. So like D I like lemon heads. I'll put them in C tier because they're okay. like they're like sweet tarts. Oh, Pez needs to be way lower. <laughs> yeah. Pez needs to be bottom of C tier. Yeah. Lemon heads are good. I think they're still better than Hershey chocolate. Maybe like there. Yeah. And better than Laffy Taffy as well. Mm. Yep, that's where I'm gonna put those. Okay. Uh, Maltese. I remember having Maltese, but I can't give the exact flavor right now. I never had them. I'm going to put them in don't know because they, I can't say for sure where I would put them. Mm-hmm. But I remember liking them overall. Although I've seen the Maltese Falcon with uh, Humphrey Bogart. Mm. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Next, we have, we have Mounds. I don't think I've ever had them. I haven't had them. I haven't had them either. That's so true. Don't know. So true. Aren't those like British Whoppers? I think they are like British Whoppers, which is why I mm-hmm. like them because I like Whoppers. Whoppers are bad. Next, we have these. Oh, do you remember these? These. These are like British. They're like nope. thinner, thinner. Uh, Starbursts. I don't think I've had them. I haven't had these. I don't remember what they're called. I like them, though, because they're like Starbursts. I'll put them in C tier for now. Okay. Now in Caters, maybe that's what they are. I see now. Oh, now in Laters. Oh, now in Laters. Maybe maybe that's what they are. They're good. I'll put them B tier. Uh, Kinder Surprise Egg. You ever had these? I don't think so. They always came with a little, with a little like toy inside of them. No, I'll I'll put these ones ahead because they come with a toy. Okay. M and M's, new Kinder sucks. That's what I've heard. Now I can't see because the bottom is cut off on the Twitch stream. Uh, what M M&M and M is it? Is it milk chocolate? It is yes, just milk chocolate M and M. So I think I said yesterday, pretzel M and M's might be my goat chocolate candy. Uh. I, I said that about Kit Kat just now, but if we're talking pretzel M&M's, S tier, uh, peanut M&M's, and milk chocolate, I'll open A tier. A tier, say. Okay. Ugh. Even though I don't necessarily love their chocolate, but oh well. Okay. Uh, nerds, perfect in Sonic slushies. Yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> nerds go in S tier without a single second's hesitation. A different kind of Kinder get, Eggs. I don't, I've never had these ones, so I can't say, but I don't think I'd like them. Yeah, probably not. Sour Punch. Oh my God. Do you remember these? I mean, maybe not because you said they didn't like sour things. They were these like spaghetti strips of sour candies. These ones are blue, blue raspberry, I believe. Oh no. They were good. I don't think I've no, ever had these. No, these were good. You said blue raspberry though, so. That's what they're called. Blue raspberry stays here. Better than the egg. Better than those. Better than better than that. That's where I'm putting it. More like blue badsberry, in my opinion. Oh, my God. Pull a block. No, I refuse. And then these are like the fruit flavored Tootsie Rolls. Oh, those kind of always sucked. They do suck. I put them in F tier. Yeah, maybe D or E for me. So, yeah, just put them okay. somewhere low. All right, now let's go through and let's see where we're going to order everything. I think we can move Mike and Ike's up to S 
or like to front of the S tier. Sour mm-hmm. Patch Kids can also go to front of the S tier. Okay. Uh, the the pops can go to the bottom of S tier. Maybe that. I think that might be the order. So I think Mike and Ike's Sour Patch Kids, Snickers, Kit Kat, Trolley Gummy Worms, Nerds, and then the pops. Okay. Do you have I'm strong not objections? <laughs> I'm not thrilled about the gummy worms, uh, but I can move them down. I would say A tier perform, honestly, but that's fine. Like as a compromise, because I th- I don't really care for gummy bears and gummy worms. I just don't like very much. I love gummy worms and gummy bears, but I don't like jelly beans. Jelly go beans go to the bottom of B tier. Whoa, 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 whoa! What? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We'll we'll reorder them. All right. Now okay. to appease the to appease the people in chat, Reese's will go to the front of A tier. There you go. Good job, bud. I'm proud of you. You saw the light. No, I didn't see the light. They're not the they're not the best Reese's form. But that's where we'll put them. This fucking guy. Then I think I think Pocky's fine there, because I really do like snacking on them. Reese's are S tier and anything other than that is wrong. You are wrong, Steph. Just because you have an S in your name doesn't mean that you're Nate. Doesn't mean that you are an S. Jesus Ooh, Christ, burn. that was harsh. That was mean. Boom, burn. What a dick. Boom, roasted. I wouldn't say Reese's are S tier, but Steph is much more right than Manny is. Reese's are a solid A tier. They they belong where they're sitting right now. I think maybe that maybe put Tootsie Roll towards the bottom. Gobstoppers over those. I think that. Do you want jelly beans to be higher up like that? Well, you say you like them better than than Skittles. I do, but you you also are a person, so your opinion matters here. You're nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That is an acceptable A tier. Okay, then we move on to B tier. I think maybe move Airheads up. I like Swedish fish more. Maybe jawbreakers below like that. You like runs um, a bit more, which I'm fine with. I think having them above there yeah. is fine. Runs and jawbreakers are the only ones I have much. Uh, and Butterfinger. Butterfinger is all the way down to B. Dum dums can go above. Well, I think they actually go below there. Well, Butterfinger is up high. Runs are up high and jawbreakers are about where they should be at least mm. i think no strong objections to the order um let me check here on a couple seconds of delay that's eh, fine it's fine reese's pieces are too high but what are you gonna do reese's pieces are right where they should be no if anything they should be higher if anything no. reese's pieces should be above them they are the better they're better than m&ms they're c tier at best they better than M and M's. They are better than M and M's. Look at look at what's happening to our. If you if you give me plain what's Reese's, happening. if you give me plain Reese's pieces versus plain M and M's, they're better than that. No. Yes. Jesus Christ. Who hurt you? Reese's pieces are better than M and M's. You are wrong. I'm telling you, I am right. Okay, bud. Okay, bud. Okay. We bud. need to talk clearly. Oof. <laughs> Reese's pieces belong higher is my final thought. I think that's our tier list. Yeah. And, and this is made with a lot below, of compromises. 
a lot of compromises. This is how this is how democracy works, folks. It is. Because <laughs> Reese's yeah. pieces would be higher and Reese's peanut butter cups would be lower. But I mean. Yeah. But he's wrong, so we can't let that happen. I'm right. Can't believe he's sometimes. This is how democracy anyway, does. To the sound yeah. of applause. To th- yes. To thunderous applause. Yeah, so want to mention our S tier just to say what the best candies are? Oh, yes. Uh, we have... Mike and Ike's are in the S tier. Sour Patch Kids in the S tier. Snickers are in S tier. Kit Kat are in S tier. Uh, Rainbow Nerds are in S tier. And then Tootsie Roll Pops are also in S tier. So those are the goats as far as we are uh, collectively concerned, the two of us. Collectively, yes. Collectively, yes, yes, yes. There, there would be some differences if it was just one of us making these lists, but that's not what it was. Yeah. That was a hell of a callback to episode zero, huh? It really was, yeah. We've gotten all this way without doing a tier list in a while. I know. Yeah, at least on the show. We've done them uh, elsewhere, but... Yes. At a certain point, we should do a proper fast food and fast food fry re-ranking, I think, because I probably have different opinions, because I've had a lot of fast food because of work in the two years, and year and a half since we've done, uh, since we did that. See, I would want to do that, but I'd want to do it where we, where we get the fast food, and we sit down and we eat it, and then we <laughs> rank it. Every single fucking place. Not 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 all of it. Maybe it's just fries, you know, and then we rank the fries from a bunch. We of still have to get fries food. from every place. That's difficult. That's yes, uh, costly and time consuming. And also our stomachs would hate us forever, even if we only had two fries from each of them. Yes, but it would also be a lot less on our stomachs that we'd have to eat. Yeah. Versus if we're eating a burger each time and then going to fries like that. Nah, 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 nah. mm, you've got to you've got to have the purity of the fry, but also. Part of the appeal of the fry is that it's just a side dish. Like it, it goes with certain things that you're having. Do you not just eat, do you not just make fries and eat them? Um, sometimes, but usually I will wait. Like if it's at home, yeah, I'll wait to make them with something else. Hmm. Interesting. Like I, I have. I don't know if I have any right now, but I would have fries in the freezer. But I wouldn't make them until I would make chicken tenders the next time, or a burger, or whatever. Hmm. Interesting. They're a good snack, but they're not my go-to snack. When I'm actually snacking, I want something sweeter usually, personally. I love me some some good fries. Me too. Folks, I think that's going to be our show. We gave you a little... Two and a half hours. Yeah, we gave you a little a little fast food ranking. I mean, candy tier ranking. Yep. Uh, we went into some thoughts about some things. Talked about our weeks. Nick, let people know where they can find you. Oh, you can find me in the link tree in the description. I'm in the same places that I usually am. I don't really have much else to add right now. Just doing my thing. Okay. And then I, you can... Was there something you wanted me to plug? Because I didn't. I no, couldn't think of anything. I don't have anything okay. that I'd want you to plug. Yeah. It's up to you. What do you want to plug? Oh, I guess w- one thing I can say, as I mentioned, I think, at the outset, is that uh, Fourth Infinity is taking an off-season hiatus. We're going to come back a couple times between now and next season, but... Season one, as we have called it, of the football pod is over, and we had a great time. And everyone who listened, I want to thank for that. And we'll be back. So that's what I got. All right. And then uh, y'all know where you can find me here on this Twitch page, or you guys can go over to Infinite Manny over on TikTok and Instagram. Help your boy out as he's doing other stuff over there um, and trying to just diversify the portfolio as they say diversifying the portfolio yeah that was why i did the halo videos was to add to my portfolio yes yes other than that we hope you guys have a good rest of your week Mm -hmm. um and a good weekend 
And for those yeah. of you that celebrate, uh, Rodeo Weekend is this weekend. So I hope you guys enjoy that little break. But for now, okay. we're going to say bye. Hope you guys have a good one. And we'll see you on the next one. Goodbye, folks. Love y'all. Bye.